I teach a dumb bitch, I'm gonna get millions. Watch this. In the project living, Damn. spoke it till existence. Voila. More change than 50, got more cars than Diddy. Oh I only weigh 180, but my watch cost 250. What's up, guys? It's Andy Frisella, and this is the show for the realists say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And holy shit, there's a lot of them right now. Welcome. Motherfucking reality. Guys, today we have a full-length show, and I know you're happy about it because we're going to get in to some of this shit. Uh, but before we do, we do have the OG full crew here today, and that means not only do we have uh, Polly, my brother Sal, Polly Polly. What's up? What's up? We also have DJ, DJ God, Vaughn, the pastor of disaster, Vaughn Halen, John Bon Von Joby. Is that right? <laughs> Von Halen. I can't even fucking say your names, bro. Von Halen. Von Halen. Von Vincent Dizzle. Von Go. Von the Impaler. I'm making art out of being awesome. Oh, look at that. Von Jeremy. Von we Jeremy. We talked about that one. Von Jeremy. Dude, I'm excited Does about even this know, show. You don't even know Von Jeremy. Von, yeah, I know he does. Von Jeremy. Dude, I know Vaughn Jeremy. Vaughn knows all about some stuff. Oh, you have a black compact computer that actually exploded as well? No, I, no, I actually sent <laughs> him my old one. <laughs> dude, what's up, man? It's Are good you to see you. Fired up? <laughs> uh, dude. <laughs> I'm so fired up. No, it's good to be around you guys again. Sally, you don't get that joke? I don't get it. Oh, like, my are you God. fired up? Bro, bro. That goes way back. That, that, goes, goes, dumb back often. To, that goes back 2015. It does. It does. Dude. <laughs> Do you realize what is it? Twenty twenty. When was it? No, it was when. When was the first MFCO? I thought it was two thousand thirteen. Oh, was it two thousand fifteen? Yeah. Oh, that's a bummer. I can't be right. I can't have only known you for five years. Yeah, dude, that's right. Look how much ass we kicked. I know. And then seriously. you decided to move away. I know. Right in the middle of the ass kicking. I know. And and not everybody's cut out to kick ass. We do have. Yeah, that's true. We do have an announcement to make that Vaughn is moving back to be Coming on the back. show full time. <laughs> yeah. No, don't get your hopes Vaughn up. Does, Vaughn, oh. does, Vaughn does not like. I'll big. tell you what you need to do. You need to fly me like every week. Right. You just right fly before me in. the show, Vaughn's talking about how he's going to move back and be on the show full time. We're going to do a show every day, but now he's being <laughs> shy. Why are you so shy now, Vaughn? Oh, I think you guys put words into my mouth. I think you but guys have been something else. I think if you guys want to show every day, you should talk to Vaughn about it. <laughs> yeah, because... you might want to hit his DMs up. Yeah. Yeah. Vaughn, I'll make you a good deal if you come back. I, I tell you what, the only way that I could be actually truly sort of persuaded to do that is if I had some say in the uh, guests that we brought on. Okay. That would be pretty cool. All right, it's done. That would actually be All great right. because I'm then, done. You know, then... All right. Deliver the rock and I'm here. Deliver the rock. That's fine. I can get the rock. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I, I'm trying to think. Who do you guys think that I would actually like? Actually, bro, I think. No, seriously. Now, now, dude, we're kind of like giving the play here away, but we are talking about le legit. Like what we're talking about is legitimate possibility doing reg a show every single day. It's what I would like to get to. Yeah. Now, with yeah. us running a company and not being a, uh, you know, this is a fun thing for us to do. It's not our main uh, bread and butter. But if you guys could convince a certain someone <laughs> to come back, we could have a show every day for you guys. Well, you know, the only way that, the only way they're going to be able to do that is if I share my contact information. Oh, I could share it, bro. Oh, you I go ahead. <laughs> you know, what's amazing is how, just you know, what, no, you know what's number. amazing is how many people try to find me by writing V O N. Yeah, I know. You know, on yeah. Instagram. It's, I get a lot of people. It's, who, it's Vaughn. I got a lot of people who, who, who hit me up in the DMs and they're like, 
dude, I love Vaughn. Where's he been? It's always V O N. Yeah. I, but I, I, I never stop him. I just let yeah. him keep calling you that. Yeah. 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 I'm confused. Like, V-A-U-G-H-M. do you actually ask people how they search for your name on Instagram? No, no. Write, no. They, what will happen you. is I'll, I'll have people like finally find me and they'll be like, dude, I couldn't find you anywhere. What were you doing? I was typing V O N or. B-A-W-N or something. I don't have you know. Guys, have, have you yeah, ever well, you fucking tell them your nickname is everything Vaughn something. What the fuck you think they're going <laughs> to well, think? Well, that's true. That's I, uh, a there, there's, a, there's a trick, and I stole this from Jason here at HQ. Jason. Uh, Jason Kane. Kane, yeah. Fucking the silent assassin. That's right. The, uh, he, he taught me about this website. It's called Let Me Google That For You. So it's and then it is it literally letmegoogletheforyou.com? <laughs> yeah, so if you, if you oh, go wow. to letmegoogletheforyou.com, what you do is you type in the search engine like what you would actually search. So uh, you would put Vaughn from the MFCEO or Vaughn from Real AF in the search panel. And then you would you click, give me the URL. And what it does is it sends the link to somebody, back to somebody, showing them what it would look like if they were to go to Google, actually just type it in Google, and it spits it out back to their web browser. So it makes them feel like, <laughs> I really appreciate you asking me a fucking question that you could just fucking Google and get the answer to. Dude, However, what I'm going to make you feel like an Bro, asshole and send why, this back to you. Why do people do that shit? Like, I don't understand. Because, dude, I get so many fucking DMs from people. And I know you guys, like, are down with the show and everything. Like, I fucking appreciate you guys. I love you guys. It's fucking amazing. Quit asking me shit in the fucking DMs, man. Like, there's a Google machine. Go fucking Google that shit. Well, I love so Jason taught me this because I had a we actually we were talking about this a little bit before we got in. So I you I, I I used to have this quality and I'm trying, I still have it in me. It's just it's hard to get rid of because you want to help people and you always want to like, you know, be accessible to people. So you become their internal Google. So instead of oh, them actually fuck. searching to find the answer, you position yourself in between you and the Google machine. Oh, that's you for me. Yeah, <laughs> that's well, you and Jason. Listen, I used to be that for everyone. Yeah, though. Yeah. I can handle it. It's easy for yeah. one or two. It was. Hey fucking... man, uh, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I don't <laughs> know. Here's how. So, you yeah. know, it's an amazing tool. So Jason taught me. He's like, he started sending me. You know, dude, you got to use. Let me to Google this for you, because it makes you feel like the most fucking ultimate asshole, right? And you're like, oh. So what we did is I bought little bitty rubber duckies for. So if you ever come to HQ and you walk around the office and you see little bitty rubber ducky. The little bitty rubber ducky is designed that if you have a question before you go ask somebody, you need to ask your rubber ducky. And the rubber ducky is the reminder to make sure that you fucking Google that question before you go ask anybody else and bother them and interrupt their fucking day. If Google has the answer, if, meaning if the rubber ducky can fucking answer the goddamn question, don't ask anybody else. So that's what the, these ducks are? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Yeah. So I got, there's like a hundred little rubber duckies and, and Enzo comes in at night and steals them all. I might have fucking yeah, 40. which creates all extra work for you. Yeah, now. right. A little yeah. fucker doesn't get it. Yeah, I got forty-two little rubber duckies at his house, my house, in his fucking bed. But so I, I challenge you: if you own a business, get use some rubber the, ducks. You buy some rubber ducks. They're not. I, we know. I need to have an affiliate. Put a, get us an affiliate account. Swipe up here. We sell a lot of rubber ducks. <laughs> and fucking tell your employees that they need to Google a question before they ask you the question. Yeah. And if they don't fucking ask well, the fuck rubber man, duck, let's be real, dude. Do we even trust Google anymore? Man, like, like. All right, bing it. It doesn't yeah, sound right, like, though. Bing the shit, question. Man. You know what? Ask three different people. That's actually, does I, that, do you I guys use, have you ever used bing? Uh, bing, yeah, bing, bing works. Really? Yeah. And duck, works, duck, what is it? Duck, it? duck, go oh, is, yeah. is another one that's supposed to be, there is one. Rubber duck, go. There's one area of life, area of human knowledge that I am actually superior than Google or superior to Google. Sexual positions? Uh, no. I know a lot of them. 
Google knows a they lot. They do know a lot of them. A lot of weird shit out there. Yeah. No, but if this is, I don't consider myself irreplaceable, but the one thing that I do very well that I function on the whole larger Andy Frisella team is when Andy texts and says, hey, what was that episode of the MFCO project where fill yeah. in the blank? I'm, I'm usually the guy. Yeah. Like I, I know it. You do know that. It's yeah. pretty good. It's pretty awesome. I'm, actually. I'm, I'm, it's an I'm, awesome I'm pretty skill. good at that. Yeah. So, you know, what's interesting is we are still getting people, lots of people watching or listening, not watching, but listening to those old episodes. Of course. Yeah. Of course. That's why we stopped because it's a library. I knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Bro. Like we talked last night. Come here. Yeah. Like, let's be, let's yeah, be yeah. fucking honest. Yeah. Did you just invite him to come here? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so Vaughn has this thing where he like texts me and shit. He's like, holy shit, dude. What you said is actually happening. And I'm like, dude, how many times do I have to like, like 2015, Vaughn? No, no bro. Yeah. Like, 2016. This, is, this is a real question to everybody listening. To everybody. When are you motherfuckers gonna listen to what I say? Because as far as I'm concerned, I told all of you exactly what was gonna happen this year. And here the fuck we are. Here the fuck we are. Yeah. Round two. And everybody's like, well, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Well, I think you should have listened to me when I fucking told you the first time. And if you go back and listen to my podcast starting in December of last year, I've been talking about everything that's going on this year ahead of time. But you guys still want to touch the motherfucking stove. And so why am I going to emotionally invest myself in your reaction that now you're like, holy shit, this is actually true. Well, no shit. Like I wasn't making the shit up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I should like, call you Nostra, Nostra Andy. Well, I mean. Priscilla Damas. No, dude. It's not that. And it's, listen, I don't even care that I'm, most of the time I want to be wrong. But the point is, is that if you can, we, we have this ability right now in, I don't know what the fuck is going on, but like, it's like mass denial. It's like mass denial. Like, like the news is lying. All of it. You know, we have all these people out there running around talking about how president or president elect Joe Biden. Like he's already been elected president. He nobody's been elected president. That's a fucking fact. The media says that Joe Biden's president elect. Joe Biden says he's president elect. We have to ask ourselves, why is the media pushing this so hard on everybody? Why is every story to push this narrative that isn't true to everybody. And, and you guys who believe it, you're setting yourselves up for massive disappointment if for some reason, and I'm not saying that this is going to happen, but let's just say for some reason, Trump does win his legal lawsuits or does convince a uh, Supreme Court or does get voted in by the House, you're going to be very upset. And the reason you're going to be very upset is because you fell for the lies that they told you. And these people who are going to, you know, let's just say that that may happen. If that does happen, those people are going to be mad at Trump and mad at conservatives and mad at people who believe in that instead of being mad at the motherfuckers that lied. Instead of being mad at the people who told them the whole time these lies, right? And it's very frustrating to sit here and watch from a different perspective, sort of an out, I feel like I'm on outside and I'm watching this happen and I'm seeing people 
you know, every day they're investing all their emotional energy into this, this, these world events, which I understand because it's scary and it's important. And the media has divided us so hard that it's very scary for both sides, right? Both sides think the other side's a fucking Nazi. Both sides think the other side is the Antichrist. Both sides think that if the other side wins, the world is going to end. And guess what? That's not going to fucking happen either way. But we have to, at some point, as Americans, regardless of if I'm a Democrat or a Republican or a conservative or a liberal. Now, you crazy far, far left people and you crazy far, far right people, I'm not talking to you. You fuckers make it hard for everybody. Okay, the majority of America, the 80% in the middle, we all want the same shit. We want to be free. We, want, we don't want nobody to fuck with our money. We want to be left alone. We, we don't, we don't, we're not, you know, it's these people on both sides of the far extremes that are trying to push their shit on everybody else, which is fucking up with everybody. It's just, it's very frustrating to watch people because I can see it, right? Like the day they announced Joe Biden, I was getting blown up because, you know, obviously I've said that I thought Trump was going to win the election. So people were like, ha ha ha, fuck you, blah, blah, blah. It's like, <laughs> it's like, look, dude. I understand how this works. You haven't won shit yet. Like, and by the way, fuck me. Why fuck me? Because I fucking thought somebody else should be present than you thought. Like, I'm not online talking shit about this shit. Or because you were wrong. Well, I mean, as look, if I you, no I, pro- I'm wrong every fucking day. It's something yeah. I, I fucking, I don't have, see, that's the problem. I don't have a problem being wrong. Right. Other people have problems being wrong. Right. And a lot of people on both sides, uh, so half of y'all are going to see the truth here coming up. And I, I'm very curious to see how that plays out. You know, cause when, when Trump was announced as the loser by everybody, but the actual law. Okay. Were there riots? No. Was there civil unrest? No. Was there screaming and looting and fucking all this shit? No, there wasn't. There wasn't that. So it's going to be interesting to see how people react if, in fact, Trump wins. Because I bet you a trillion dollars, it ain't going to be calm. And, and, and to me, that really says a lot. That really says a lot. You know what I'm saying? No, absolutely. Like, do you want to unify? I, of course I want to unify. Do I, do I want to fucking stand together as America? Of course I do. But I don't want to stand with a bunch of motherfuckers that want to burn it down. And I don't want to stand with a bunch of motherfuckers that are going to lie about how they, uh, and cheat on how they got there. I'm sorry. So I, I think for me, that's, <clears throat> there's, two, there's two extremely, extremely frustrating pieces. And I, you, know, you, you hit on both of them. But for me, the, I have no problem losing. I don't either. Take your ball and go home, not cry. But, but I do want to play a fair game. Yeah. You know, and I think, unfortunately, like, for that to even be thought of or considered to be jeopardized in any way, shape or form. It's one of the most sacred things that we have as American citizens, the right to vote, you know, and, and if that's jeopardized, it's that part, that part, just to have that insecurity or, or possibility that or it's doubt or doubt that it's, it, it, that your vote uh, is not being treated fairly. That, that's a shitty feeling, you know, and, and you think about, you know, you know, cheating is a real possibility. Why is mail-in voting, and, and mail-in voting has been around for a long time, you know, uh, absentee voting has been around. I mean, it's been in play for years and years and years. But when you start to look at all of the inefficiencies and 
the ability to push it through. And then you start thinking, well, what if? The what if should be, it shouldn't even be a question, you know? And, and the problem that I have personally, well, there's two things, but one of the, the biggest problems I have is, is voter identification, you know? And it's like, logically, like, and it's, this isn't like crying because right now Trump's not winning or whatever. I don't, listen, I, I'm very confident in who I am and what we're going to do. And I'm going to pr provide for my family, no matter what happens. Like, I don't I, even I, really give a fuck who wins the president. Yeah, no, no. It's, it's, it's been proven statistically over time and it's irrelevant, but yeah. my point being is like, you know, I, I look at, if I have to go register when Andrew and I played football, nobody ever believed we were the same age or nobody ever believed we were the right age group that my dad was putting us in. So guess what you had to do? You provide a birth certificate. You had to go get these IDs made to play soccer. Do you remember yeah, that? You know why? Cause we kicked everybody's ass. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so like, you know, you're, you know, they had well, to have Doyle's your rule. They had, yeah, <laughs> the, but you had to have a, we were fucking 10, 11, 12. You had to have a soccer ID. You remember those little fucking picture cards? Yeah, yeah. You had to have your birth certificate. It was a big fucking deal. Cause my dad would forget everything. We probably took us 10 times to go get our birth certificate, but we take our little picture and you had to have that in order to play soccer, but you don't have to have an ID to vote. Like that part really fucking pisses me off in the grand scheme of things. Like, is it really asking too much to like walk into the poll. It is if you try and cheat. No, that's my point. You know, and when you start to really unpack the possibilities, right? You're like, oh, we'll hash it out in court. Why, why should it be fucking hashed out in court? Here's my fucking ID. This is what I fucking, this is who I vote for. Let's, you know, submit it and roll. Dude, you know? there's no excuse for what's happening with the election at this point in time. There's no reason that, I mean, that, that we can't get a real time, no, no bullshit vote same day. No, no reason. Of course. And then I think, you know, and then they're, you know, what, and this is the thing. And this comes from both sides and both camps, you know, dead people voting. Well, fuck, I just want to know is like, is it true or not true? You know what I mean? Like yeah. all these affidavits true or not true. Like I, that, both sides we'll are get to that. No, I know. But both sides are guilty in the sense of playing up, playing up the, the expectations where you can see, you can smell bullshit on both sides. But the second side of it is, is I don't get a whole lot of hate in regards to, but when, like when I have discussions with people who are on the other side, the other team, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm, Right of center, no doubt about it. The left of center people, and I, lots of, I have a lot of good conversation. I have a lot of good friends that sit left of center, but they're like, come on, Sal, pay taxes. Listen, motherfucker, I have zero problem paying taxes. I, if you put me back in 2019. Dude, what these fucking idiots don't know, this is the fucking truth. The Democrat fucking tax plan is more fucking beneficial to people who are in the upper tax brackets than Trump's. They don't fucking get it. They don't understand that that's just a stupid, uneducated statement. You're going to pay more. A, a you and I will pay more taxes under the Trump plan than we'll pay under the Biden plan, regardless of what the fuck they say the, the tax rate is. I, I, I mean, I can yeah. I wholeheartedly tell you that I paid personally, I've paid more money in the Trump regime than I have previously. Now, a lot of that has to do with income, but percentage to percentage from a tax advantage standpoint as a company, we've been more advantageous previous uh, presidencies and we have in Trump and Trump, I mean, it, you know, people are like, Oh, he just, he's going for the rich guy. Uh, I mean, if you're in business, you understand that they incentivize you to grow, but that growth comes with a price. You know, dude, there's dude, it's, it's not even, that's not even the problem. The problem is, is that whenever they say the rich guy, they're pointing at, a, at people like us who are middle-class fucking people who have grown small businesses into middle-class, middle-sized businesses. We're not fucking, Jeff Bezos is rich. Bill Knight, he's rich. Bill Gates, that motherfucker's rich. 
um, when we talk about the rich paying their share, we're talking about them. Okay. And people don't understand that when they hear the tax thing of like, oh, over 400 grand, they're going to pay 62% tax. Uh, no, you're not. Because all of those motherfuckers have attorneys that specialize in just tax code and they get you that most advantageous shit. And what happens is, is when they tax people at that higher level, um, and it, and it does have to, ends up being something they have to pay. Guess what happens? Prices go up. Uh, products and goods and services go up. Your lifestyle goes up. It all flows down. And so when you start arguing that argument, what the media does is they, they paint the picture of the quote unquote rich American as let's just say somebody like me. Okay. When I'm not the rich American fucking, those guys are the rich Americans and those are the motherfuckers not paying their share. And that's, I've said that on the show before. I've been saying it for years and they should be proud to pay their share. A lot of people will say, well, you know, you fucking like capitalism, but you don't, but you don't support Bezos or Zuckerberg. No, I do. I, I do, but they don't pay their tax. That's the problem. They don't pay the same tax rate I pay. They don't pay the same you pay and they don't pay the same you pay. Now they may pay more dollars because they pay a smaller percentage, but the problem is they control so much of the, of the money that their percentage, even though it's more dollars than you or I would pay, it's still not relative enough to balance out the fucking it's insignificant. Yes. It, there, there's more withdrawal than there is deposit. hundred percent. Well, and you look at, and, and people give the argument cause I have a, a, a good friend who works at Amazon and she's high up in the corporate. She's like, well, you don't like him because he's taking advantage of the tax code and he's taking advantage of the capitalistic ability to be able to reinvest in property so they don't pay tax. And I'm like, no, I don't like him because that's it's pretty much scum when you're trying to avoid any way to pay a tax in any not, way, not shape, or form. That, when, you're, when you're taking that many tax dollars away from small businesses and crushing small businesses and you're not putting back in the infrastructure where those small businesses are providing infrastructure in these small cities all across America, and it's like, you're crushing that, not only from a sales standpoint, but, but from the reinvestment into the municipality, like you're fucking, you're screwing yeah. the small town. I mean, I had the argument with the city of Fenton here about Amazon coming in. I said, would not do that. You are going to fucking crush this local economy that's already got it. And for us, I, I mean, you know this, but you know, for us, we speak about Amazon as, I don't want to say our arch nemesis in a sense, but like there's a poetic justice to them moving next door to us. I love it. I fucking love it. Like for me, it's, it is fucking cards, cubs. We're fucking building two stadiums next to each other. Let's go play. And I know, so there are some listeners like, oh, they would crush you and put out a pencil. But I, I, if you've ever listened to anything that you know, I talk about, whether it's in a meeting or whatever, um, here with the team, I always say, man, like one of my, one of my vision items is sit across street or sit across the table from Jeff Bezos and see like a beach, a bitch. They can't, they won't out first form, first form. Now we won't out Amazon, Amazon, but we're going to see who's going to win. And for them to move in next door, like I'm extremely excited about that. But the detriment that they provide to the local municipalities and the local governments and the local societies is fucking crushing. Look, I'm all for companies winning and I'm all for companies creating jobs and I'm all for people having jobs and I'm all for people having good careers and good. I'm all for all that. But if you're only paying what is a total of less than 1% of your actual revenue and tax, you're fucking America. You're fucking everybody out there. And that's not okay. That's where my problem is. So it's not a personal thing or this or that. And it's not even a thing against capitalism. Capitalism fucking works very well when the laws and the rules are abided by all. But the problem is they aren't. And this is what people don't understand. And so the, the, the narrative that is peddled by media is, is the, we're to the point now 
at this point in time where every fucking thing that the news says, the mainstream media says, whatever they say, if you want to know the truth, it's the opposite of that. That's the truth. On I would say on 90% of the things they say, they right now it's full panic mode. They are in full panic mode to destroy conservatives, to destroy uh, any free thinking, to destroy uh, the Trump train or whatever you want to call it, Trump culture. They are in full panic mode. And we have to be very careful to not absorb all of that shit because what's happening is, and I see this in my DMs, um, is people are getting overwhelmed with the negativity uh, to the point where they feel hopeless and they feel depressed and, and they feel like, you know, killing themselves. I get 10 fucking DMs a day from people telling me this shit. And what's happening right now in the world is not okay. That's the point. And it doesn't matter if you're a Democrat or Republican or if you love Trump or hate Trump. What's happening right now in our country is that a lot of people of uh, power are leveraging that power against the people of this country as opposed to working for them. I think the thing that I struggle with, and I think this is what a lot of people struggle with, is kind of to you guys' point, I don't care. Really, at the end of the day, I don't care who wins the election. And I don't, honestly, myself, personally, I don't know if there's voting fraud or not. But here's what I do Nobody know. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Well, that's the, at this Vaughn, point. that's the problem. Nobody fucking knows. And everybody is out there pretending as if they know. Right. You don't know. Because the story, the, the facts have not been seen yet. No, they haven't. The, the, all of the, the relevant issues have not been explored yet. But this is what I know 1,000% is that I know that there's no way that Trump has ever gotten a fair shake in the media. I know that if the shoe was on the other foot and Joe Biden lost and he was claiming that there was voter fraud, there would be an entirely different narrative. Of course. Um, we would be like, hold on, hold on, everybody. Trump's not reelected yet. We have to check into this voter fraud to make sure it's, you know, a, a serious problem. And that's my problem is that, you know, whatever you think of Trump, they, whatever you think of. But, but the liberal argument to that, the left argument to that, Vaughn, is what about 2016 when Russia colluded? Uh, by the way, if you have been paying attention, that was proven to be fucking false. That was, and that hasn't been played out in court yet either. That was proven to be fucking false. Okay. And people are going to pay for that. They just haven't been tried on it yet or arrested for it. Okay. So all you people out there that say, oh, what about when Russia in 2016? That was, that's a lie. That's a proven lie. It was General Flynn and he was proven to be fucking innocent. You know who proved him to be innocent? Do you know? Do you? Sidney Powell, the woman that's on TV right now saying that they have voter fraud. Okay? This woman is a bulldog. She's not a liar. She's very straightforward. And the media is now moving to discredit her. Okay? On Tucker Carlson last night, he was ripping her. And Tucker's a guy who I think generally tells the truth. And I think that that what he said was probably true. And, but I also see it as a credibility play on Tucker Carlson. I see Tucker saying, Oh, Sidney Powell was fucking lied to us or didn't want to talk to us the way he did. I, for any of you that saw it, I see that as a play to gain credibility from people that are skeptical of him because I know that Tucker wants fucking that to be true. Just like everybody else. 
that's that watches his show. So let's think about this before we jump to conclusions. All right. And I'm not saying that fucking they're not lying. Like, I'm not saying like, dude, the, the point of what's going on here is that nobody knows. And and it seems like the the world of Instagram has and in the internet and YouTube, they're all making fun of people who are like hanging on and say, like, oh, you're fucking done. Trump. Bro, you don't understand how this works. Like the media, and, and we've heard it a million times, right? The media doesn't call the winner. Uh, the media doesn't call the winner. Like they can say whatever the fuck they want. Okay. But Trump is, or uh, Biden is not president elect. He's not. He is not president elect right now. That's a fact. The next fact is there's no president elect office. There's no office of the president elect. He's ma- that's something that gave him credibility. So the question, the logical question for anybody that, that, that wants to know what's actually going on, uh, you would deduct from the evidence. Well, the evidence is that the media is all pro Biden, all of it. Um, there, the office of the president elect does not exist. There has been no president, uh, elected. So the question to ask for anybody, and you may hate my guts, dude. You may think I'm a fucking piece of shit. I, I, I know some of you do because I hear about it. I don't really give a fuck what you think. All right. I'm going to go home and do my thing just like I do every fucking day. But the point is, is that I'm speaking the truth. Okay. So those are the facts. So the question that I would ask for someone out there who maybe has seen this as like, you know, uh, maybe you see it as Trump is getting fucked or maybe you see it as Biden is getting screwed. However you see this, why is the media going along with this narrative? Why is Joe Biden standing on stage declaring himself president-elect so quick, three or four days after the election? Why is um, he calling world leaders and, and doing all this shit? And why is he on the news talking about how you know, he's not uh, privy to uh, classified briefings. Well, motherfucker, you haven't, you're not president-elect yet. That's why you're not getting it. And what they're doing is they're trying to make Trump look like a fucking tyrant who's like hanging on to power when in reality, all he's doing is exercising through the fucking process. It was laid out and has been there our whole entire country. And people don't like that. But that process exists for a reason. It's so that we can have confidence, like you said, Sal, and who the fuck we vote for. And if we don't have confidence in the vote, then we don't have America because nothing else matters. It's all bullshit. And this is how these countries implode on themselves. And a lot of you young bucks out there who, you know, listen to me for motivation, but might have different political views. You, you motherfuckers need to wake the fuck up because you're being manipulated. You're being lied to and you're being fucking used. And nothing should piss you off more than being fucking used. That, that doesn't mean be mad at Trump. That means be mad at the motherfuckers who fucking lie to you and manipulate you and use you. So, like I said a minute ago, no matter who wins, whether it be Trump or whether it be Biden, I'm going to wake up the next day. And this is what I said the day they announced it. I'm going to wake up the next day. I'm going to treat people the best that I can. I'm going to work as hard as I can. I'm going to do what I think is right. And I'm going to be the best American that I can be regardless of of whose name is, is president. Okay. But those are the facts. 
And so the questions that you should be asking yourself right now, if you want to become in a way, because really what we have here is an awesome opportunity to really see the truth, right? Some people are going to have to admit to themselves, fuck, man, I was buying into some shit that ain't true. And this is the greatest thing that's happening right now. And if it comes out that Trump was a fucking a total piece of shit liar and he fucking faked all this shit to fuck with our, like what they're saying, to, 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 to make the democracy weaker by creating doubt about, if he did that, I'll be the first motherfucker to say, fuck that guy. That's the truth. But we don't know yet. And, and a lot of people out there listening right now, you guys are all pro one side or pro other side. And really what we should be doing is coming together to demand the fucking truth. Whether you're a Democrat or a Republican, whether you're left or right, whether you, whatever the fuck you believe, we should want the truth from the people who govern our country and make the rules for us. Because if they can rig an election for real, how many other elections were rigged? How many people in office shouldn't be in office? How many people have brought in these crazy ideas that we didn't even actually want? We're playing a very dangerous game here. And people, you got, this is an ego game. It comes down to ego. A lot of you guys want your person to win. I understand that. But you have to let go of your ego and will um, to want something to win in, in, in search of the truth. And the truth is there's no president elect right now. The truth is we don't know what the voter fraud is. The truth is um, Trump could be president. The truth is Biden probably could be president. If you listen to the media, it seems like that's what's going to happen. And if that happens, I'm going to do what I got to do. And so should you guys. All right. But I'm going to tell you what. Half of us are getting fucking lied to real bad. Half of us are being lied to real fucking bad. And it's a hard, I was talking to Sam this morning who was here. It's a really hard conversation to, 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 to consider. So you mean to tell me that all the media and all the politicians and all Hollywood and all of these people are trying to trick me and lie to me? Yes, that's what I'm fucking saying. And that's a hard thing to fucking wrap your brain around. But if you really think about it and you think about the amount of money that the Chinese government has and you think about how much it takes to buy people off, which apparently it doesn't take more than a couple million dollars for Joe Biden. What's to say that they're not fucking funding everybody's the people who control everybody? You know, those people in Hollywood that say the shit they say, they got to report to people. And guess what? Those people got to report to people. And who do those people report to? Who owns the studios? Who's funding the projects? Where does that come from? It comes from fucking uh, uh, not the USA. Okay? If you dig into deep on a lot of this shit. So I think you guys, and, and what I would like to see is America's come together and, and, and demanding the truth. Like, dude, there's a lot of great people out there that are Democrats. There's a lot of great people out there that are Republicans. There's a lot of great motherfucking people out there, period. And we're being ripped apart by people who don't give a fuck about us at all. And that should be that should be clear to everybody. Andy, I think one of the things that a lot of people struggle with, the average American struggles with, is that we want to think the best of our country. We think 
really highly of our history. We think we've been a great force for good in the world. And so it's hard for us to wrap our heads around the fact that there could, in fact, be very, very deep, significant levels of corruption in our government. And so when we hear something like, hey, this could be a nationwide concerted effort on voter fraud. Which, by the way, that's what they're claiming. Right. That's what they're yes. claiming. And we just don't want to believe that. And and yet, and, and I get that. I totally get that. Get because too. we we believe in our constitution. We believe in our history and our government. And we don't want to believe like anything like that is possible. But the reality is, on some level, America is no different from every other country. Every other country is susceptible to corruption. So is America. And reality is, is if you look at the history of our country, I mean, we're, you know, two hours, two and a half hours from Kansas City. There was a hugely corrupt uh, Democratic political machine in Kansas City called the Pendergast machine, which, side note, essentially helped Harry uh, Truman get to where he was in life. But then if you look at the history, even in the 50s, there was um, there's a guy named Estes Kefauver, who was a Democratic senator, and he made a splash because he actually uh, basically was led the charge to to uncover the uh, the connections between the Democratic Party and the mob at the time. So this country does have a history of voter fraud in certain places. Usually, those are larger democratically controlled uh, cities. So it's not outside the realm of possibility. The thing that bothers me the most about this, the all these unfolding developments, I watched the entire hour and a half of. Giuliani's conference, um, press conference, and then it was what was it? What was her name again? The, uh, the the Sydney Trump, Powell, Sydney Powell, and yeah. then the, and then you had the top legal advisor who was awesome, by the way, super Lynn super Wood? articulate young woman. Oh, but they literally went through and said, "Listen, we know what you guys are going to do. You're going to report this as they have no evidence." And Giuliani said very very clearly. He said this a number of times. He said. You don't understand. We do have evidence. We have 60 plus affidavits from, uh, from witnesses who are literally swearing under penalty of perjury that they have witnessed voter fraud. Bond. And yet, and, and by the legal definition, that is evidence. But you're going to go and tell people we have no evidence. This is so this is something that people, everybody should watch that, by the way. Oh, yeah. Everybody no, should watch every the entire fucking person. hour and a half. If you are an American citizen, regardless of whether you're pro Trump or pro Biden, you at least need to give these people a hearing. Yes. That's and, what you and need to do. And not only that, bro, here's the other thing that people are like giving them heat for. And this is, this is what people have to understand. And really do what I'm trying to do is, is make you guys realize that you're being played. Like you're being triggered into an emotional reaction for, for somebody else. And why are they doing that? Why are they doing that? Why are they, why are, why is the media telling us all these things that, and that most people who think who could critically think can see through, right? So why? Why are they doing that? Why are they pushing that? Why why don't they just say the truth that hey, we don't know and we don't know the corruption and we don't know what's going on? We have to wait and see. Why don't why aren't they doing that? Because they want people to get so emotionally invested that if the truth does come out opposite, there's a fucking huge civil disturbance. And guess what? People will die from that because there's 73 million motherfuckers that think that they just got cheated, right? I mean, dude, that's, that's, that's a dangerous game. That's a dangerous game that we're playing. And the only way that we can beat it is by being smarter than the people who are telling us to be fucking stupid. That's what they're telling us. They're telling us to be stupid. Well, go ahead. Hold on. 
So your point of, you know, <clears throat> hearing them out, the media spent so much time discrediting these people. Dude, Rudy Giuliani, they make fun of him like he's a fucking clown. This dude is, an, dude, this dude is one of the most significant Americans alive. Sidney Powell, okay? Like, she, you guys yelled, the, when I say you guys, I mean the Democrats and the left. You guys yelled fucking fraud for four years. You fucking attacked Trump. You fucking bullied him. You bullied Trump's people. You told them they were pieces of shit. You know how I know that? Because y'all motherfuckers think I'm some guy to Trump fucking loyalist when I'm not. I'm loyal to that motherfucking constitution, that flag, okay? And, I, and you guys came at me. You're coming at me all the time about it. Let me, let me give you guys a fucking little newsflash here. Just because you don't like some data or you don't like an opinion doesn't mean it's fucking racist and it doesn't mean it's a conspiracy theory. Okay, because those are the two arguments that are being yelled and screamed at anybody who says anything outside the narrative. If you say anything outside the narrative, you're a fucking racist. If you say anything outside, and if you're black, you're an Uncle Tom. Okay, if you say anything outside, any ideas that are outside what the media says, you're a conspiracy theorist. And then the response back is when you give them the data, well, if that were true, it'd be on TV. Do you not hear the fucking words I just said? Like, I just told you that they're lying to you. Why the fuck would they tell you on TV? Like, where, where, what, what is, what the fuck is going on here with people's ability to critically think? You can't tell me that people can't fucking see what's going on. And what's happening is people want their side to win. And because they want their side to win, they're willing to fucking put the blinders on to all the other evidence and hope. That, but, but dude, that's a, that's a loser strategy because what you accept now, just because you don't like someone else could very well, uh, impact your entire life from here on out. So we have to be smart enough to wake the fuck up and look at the facts. And the facts are, we don't know shit right now. We don't know if they have real evidence. We don't fucking know if how many, you know, we don't know, we don't know. But what we do know is that they are making someone appear to be a winner. What we do know is that the entire fucking media is united against a certain person. What we do know is all of Hollywood's united against a certain person. And what we do know is all of corporate America is united against a certain person. And what are they united against? What, what's their argument against them? Their argument is he's a Nazi. He's a fucking racist. He's a this. But when you ask them to give you examples of those things, they give you shit like the Charlottesville thing, right? Which actually, if you look into it, is not how he said it under the context of what was said, nor about the, 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 uh, the, the, the Mexican, when he's, people say, oh, he said Mexicans are fucking terrorists. That's not what the fuck he said. He said MS-13, like, dude, people aren't willing to even look at the truth. Okay. And this is not pro-Trump. This is fucking factual data. All right. And so we, the question I have and the question all of you should be asking is why, if that's not, go back and look at the things they cite for the things that they say. And if it is out of context, then why are they spreading this message to you? Why? What's the purpose? And I think if all people could just stop and think about that for a minute, you'd start to realize that really you don't know shit. I don't know shit. 
Okay, what I say on this show, guys, is my fucking opinion. That's why it's real AF. AF doesn't mean as fuck. It means Andy Frisella and as fuck. All right? Like, this is my fucking show. You don't have to fucking listen. I'm going to give you my opinion on what I see going on. If you don't fucking like it, then that's fine. But that's my opinion. That's how I see things. And I think I'm right. And the real world evidence of me being right is pretty fucking good. That's the truth. All right? Now, could I be wrong? Absolutely. Am I wrong? I don't think so. And so if I'm you and I'm listening at home and you're real mad, right? Because people are real mad right now. Ask yourself, why, why, are you, why are you real mad? And, and who wants you to be mad? And what do they want you to do with that madness? See what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I think the, the value, sorry, Vaughn, but I, I, you know, the truth, like you said, on both sides is what you should fight for. You know, because like, I don't want to win. I don't want a false win. I don't want a false loss. But when you, and, and that goes for competitive nature of who I am. But when you start looking about the fundamental aspects of like who we are as a country, like we, the people are supposed to have the power. And, and if we don't have that power, that constitution doesn't matter. And when you can manipulate all of that power and all of the votes and all of the, the outcomes, like our God-given rights as Americans are not really God-given rights. They're dictated by people who control the rights, who are manipulating the rights. And I think when you say, if, you know, the emotional side, and this is, and Andrew's dead on in this, like when people want, they, they want so badly to win for the wrong reason. Like, and, and I, that goes for the right and the left. That, that is not strictly just the people who check the Biden box. That is for the people who check the Trump box. Like you should be wanting to know who won. I, that's what I want. Un, unequivocally, yeah. like just who won. And yeah. if no matter what that is, it should be fair. And you know what? If, if, Joe Biden is the clear cut winner and it's settled in court and they figured out as long as they're offered a, a fair trial and a fair hearing and a fair shake, then, hey, man, fuck, good job. You know what I mean? Like Trump, you're that big of a fucking asshole. You actually lost it for yourself. Like I, I can actually figure that out. But what you what I start to see whenever you see all these things shake And by down, the way, I agree with that. No, no, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. No. And, and I think I think the, the people in the middle maybe not the 80% because there's, you know, 30% over here and 30% over here who emotionally are winners on the right or left. Like they just want to emotionally fucking want the, they want their vote to win. The centralized, which, you know, we're right of center. There are people who left to center. I would consider those people sane in that sense. Like, Hey, I think you could, if those people lost or those people won, like they want to, they want a fair shake too. And I yeah. think, unfortunately we need to be more focused on the fair shake Versus the who won. You know what the problem is too, dude? Is that nobody has any motherfucking grace anymore. Like nobody knows how to win with grace. And certainly people don't know how to lose with grace. No. Class, Look, motherfucker. Man. You know how many times I've lost? A lot more than I fucking won. A lot more. I just don't go on the internet every day and talk about how fuck I just got my nuts kicked in. But I'm going to tell you this. I get my fucking nut. How many times you get, how many, how many loses you, how many losses you have compared to your wins? I ain't got no more nuts. I got them kicked in so bad. That's right. <laughs> but no, for, but I got three kids hey, out of the way. Motherfucker, we built, we built some shit. Uh, hey, listen. How many times do we fucking lose? A lot. Way it, more than but, we win. But I got to say I'm too, a, I've learned a lot more character through the loss. That's than right. To win. And, and I, you and know I, what? There's times when I fucking said, you know, hey, this is going to fucking happen. And well, actually that's not true. Everything I said is going to happen. happens. But there's times when I've had to eat. That's true. Is it not true? Yeah, that's because I'm a good deliverer. Well, you are a great deliverer. <laughs> hey, it's the truth. You are. But Vaughn, is there one thing I've told you in fucking five years that I say, hey, this is what it is that I've been actually wrong about? No. But I think that's, that's that true. goes to the character point. No, like, people if you hate that. People hate that because 
they think I'm talking shit. I'm not trying to talk shit. I'm trying to let you know that I'm pretty good at seeing shit like this. This is what I'm good at. But what I think, I think it's because you've had the ability to analyze a loss. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, when you look at the situation and all the facts that are going on right now, and they are facts, you know, there's a lot of fucked up cloudy noise that's going on. And when that typically, when there's typically cloudy water, it's cloudy for a reason. It's not by accident. And I think, you know, what we, through business, I would say that's what, you know, the experience speaks is like, man, when it's not black and white and there's a whole lot of fucking noise in the stadium, it's kind of like, well, why? Well, why? This should be a pretty simple process. And this is what like I find to be extremely incredible, right? America's still really young in the sense of age of, of country. You look at those founding fathers, and I've said this before, and those are some smart motherfuckers, man. They are, you look at that constitution, those motherfuckers are smart. You, you know, know why, why they're smart? You know why? Because this shit that's that going on right now. It's happened before. It's happened hundreds of times. And so they rewrote it out of experience. And this is my point in business. Like, this is not rocket science, man. People look at this as like, there's no fucking way. And it's like, no, no, no. That's why that constitution exists. It's because these motherfuckers have lived through this. Like, yeah. they've been through it. Like, these waters that we're through right now, those guys, they went through it. They were in the hot bubbly seat and they had to go through battling government and they had to go through that, that uh, tyrannical control. They had to go through controlling of the newspapers and passing. And that's why they, you know, they, they go on and they started writing their own newspapers and their own journals and passing their own information. I mean, they've been through this. Like, this is not new. And so I think, you know, the idea, and it's just simply the idea that you could open your eyes or open your brain and, thought, and, and just, just think that it's a possibility, a real possibility. Like, this is not like I'm trying to teach you that, um, you know, does God exist or not exist? I'm not trying to explain you to think in theory or try to, you know, convince you of a, of a biblical sense or, or what your religion is. Like, I'm just saying, like, look at what has happened and how our country got to where we're at a couple, couple hundred years ago. Did they go through that? They went through something very similar to this. Why, why did they write that paper? Why? Why did they come up with, with the Constitution? Why? Because they've been fucked. That's why. And I think as Americans, we should be more concerned with not bending over and taking it in the fucking ass than we should be with, oh, my president didn't fucking win. I don't give a fuck who won. Yeah, me too. I give a fuck if I got fucked in the ass. Yeah, That's what not, I give a fuck not only about. That, not only that, bro, I'm 100% with the will of the people. Whatever the fucking will of the people is, we make the best of it. Saddle I'm, up, I'm, I'm all in. about this. If I got to put a red jacket on, That's a blue right. jacket, I don't give That's a fuck. Right. I just want to know. That's right. That. What we, the people, have... And we're not getting fucked by a bunch of motherfuckers up at the top who think they can fucking control us like motherfucking minions. Yeah, you mean like uh, Jack Dorsey and Zuckerberg when you watch their... Did you... You talk about an hour and a half to watch. You watch that fucking... That interview? Uh -huh. Oh, my God. Those fucking arrogant smug fucking dudes. Dude. Yeah. And I am... I am embarrassed to say that the one guy's from St. Louis. You know, and people are like, oh, he brings back jobs. Hey, fuck that. A guy don't give a fuck. And he clearly, clearly defined that when he was getting interviewed by the, by the uh, or trial. I don't know. What, what do they call that? Was, oh, you mean a congressional hearing? The congressional hearing. Was it hearing. like an interview? Is it considered yeah. a trial? I don't, uh, I don't know. know if it's, it's not a trial. They basically it's, were like, hey, fuck you, you can't do anything to me. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, hey, fuck you, you can't do anything to me. That was, yeah. that was the answer. That's how I interpreted it anyway. It was, there was no mm -hmm. like, there was no like remorse. They're wrong, by the way. Because if enough American citizens rise up and, and get our elected officials to act, we can do something to them. No, of course. But I mean, there was no, like they. Yeah, they're just, they're certainly not winning any people over by the way they're acting. Right. No, I mean, dude, like. I mean, like, dude, every, everybody's united on that issue. Right. Uh, the left and the right. It's really the only bipartisan issue right now, which is, um, you know, big tech. 
Dude, it's and, the one thing I agreed with with Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, right. I thought she was a horrific candidate. Yeah, and she and she and I agree on that issue. She, she was. Yeah, a horrific candidate. I, I want to sing, uh, but sure. I agree with you. Yeah, like, I don't hate her just because she has different views. No, but I agree. Like, she's got some weird shit. Yeah, but but the point is, is that those guys they're young, they're very successful, they're very powerful, and they don't have real life perspective. Those guys don't know what it's like to have to, you know, uh, sell your fucking grandma's wedding ring to pay a fucking bill. Okay. We all know what that's like. Like we all have had made real sacrifices. They don't know what it's like to, uh, you know, walk down the, the street of a sketchy neighborhood at night um, because, you know, you have to for some reason. They, they're so far detached from what it's like to be a real human in America that, They've lost touch and it's very visible and clear on their, uh, in their, uh, their, their testimonies. Okay. And that's not doing them any favors with the American public. Like really dude, uh, Zuck and, and Dorsey, you guys need a motherfucker like me or somebody that is a realist in your corner, like telling you like, Hey, uh, you guys are fucking aliens and you're not connecting because if they continue to um, abuse this power, which that's what they've done, uh, you realize that you're abusing and alienating more than half of the country, I believe, um, when it all comes out. And that's not going to be good for you long term. And, you know, I see it sort of as like, these are young dudes that have a different perspective than most people have, and they just don't know. And you know, and, and I don't know if they're fucking evil or whatever. I don't fucking know that. A lot of people say, oh, they're fucking evil or they're this or they're that. I don't know. They could be, but I don't fucking know them. I haven't talked to them. I don't know. Maybe they have good intentions. I think a lot of people on the left have real good intentions. I think a lot of people uh, that, are, that consider themselves Democrats are uneducated people with a big heart who, who, who believe the shit that they're told. And it doesn't translate into real, into, into real world function. And if you, if you don't believe me, go to any democratic city. that has been a long time Democrat, democratic run city and look at it. It's right. just the truth. Guys, I got to circle back to this. Cause Andy, you mentioned uh, Giuliani and how Giuliani does, does have a history. He's got a pedigree. Mm -hmm. um, once again, I encourage everybody to watch the press conference an hour and a half. One of the things that, you know, again, all we're asking is to give these people a hearing. Well, look, dude. You know, and one thing I want to say is that when you're trying to determine whether somebody's telling the truth, I was always taught that you ask the question, okay, what do we know about this person's past? And then also, what do they stand to gain and what do they stand to lose? A lot of these young guys and young gals who listen to this show probably don't understand this, that Mayor Giuliani, or Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani at one point was called America's mayor. The reason he was called America's mayor is because he affected an, a mind-boggling transformation of New York City. Yes, sir. New York City had, had basically fallen into the depths of depravity. The crime was so bad. It, the police force was demoralized. He came and completely transformed the city. The only people that hated Giuliani in the city of New York were criminals and the corrupt. The guy has a history of being against uh, corruption. He's a law and order guy. Oh, by the way, Giuliani is also not the darling of conservatives. Giuliani, historically, he's a pro-choice uh, Republican. He's a moderate. He's not like 
what people think of like, oh, he's just a, a lapdog for uh, Trump no, or a lapdog for- No, he's exactly the, like me. Right. He's a, he's a social liberal. He's a fiscal conservative. So- Well, the, his history though, I mean, he was a Democrat turned independent, independent right. turned Republican, Republican- uh, by the way, that's Trump's history too. No, no, right. I'm with it. But yeah. I mean, the, the point to, to, to validate your point, like, you know, he made a transition and he took the world's shittiest city. Like when we right. were all kids, man, like you wouldn't go to New York City. Right. No, no, like, no. It was, was like, you want to know dangerous. what New York was like? Look at it right now. Yeah. That's what the fuck it was like for 30 fucking years. That's like okay? crime, prostitution, you, dude, drugs. When we were kids in, in the fucking 80s, all right, you, when they showed like a ghetto on a movie, guess where it was? It was New York, okay? And New York, and I know a lot of you motherfuckers listen to me, okay? I love New York. It's one of my favorite fucking places to go in the fucking world, New York City. There's nothing like it. It's got awesome energy. People are fucking badass. And here we are with the city looking like it's 1980 fucking five, okay? That's a problem for me because I am from St. Louis, but I do love New York like a lot of people do, all right? What the fuck is going on there? And you guys are allowing these fucking crazy, incompetent motherfuckers to ruin a wonderful place. Shootings are up over 100%. Crime is up over 100%. You motherfuckers, do you not get it yet? Do you get it? Well, this, I think this if you is what, no, this is what happens when you hold no people accountable. This is what happens when you let people... Just do what they fucking want. When you say, oh, it's going to be the summer of love, you're a fucking moron. Okay? Because they're all, this is the problem. And this is what, this is what people who have, and this is what I was trying to say. When you have a big heart and you have good ideals and think everybody, that all makes sense. I understand. I fucking get it. Like, it all makes sense. Like, we want this, this wonderful world where everybody gets along and everybody's it's fair. And I, I fucking get it, but here's what you don't get. There's evil motherfuckers out there. There's people who will skin you for a fucking watch. There's people who will kill you and shoot you for Instagram fucking likes. There's people who will fuck with you for street cred that you guys, you people don't fucking get it. You don't get it. Okay, I've been stabbed in the fucking face. All right, I've dealt with real fucking crime. I fucking understand it. You don't. And so all of you people out there that have these bleeding hearts for all these fucking criminals, you need to wake the fuck up because they're criminals. They're criminals. They're not fucking good people that were mistreated. They're not good people that were stepped on. They're fucking not. There's nothing good about walking across the street and shooting someone in the fucking face for their fucking Air Jordans. Oh, well, if he had Air Jordans too, then he wouldn't have... No, then they would do it for fun. You guys don't understand. This is a fucking... This is a real thing. There's real criminals that really fucking don't give a fuck about you. And, and we have to control it. That's, that's how a functioning society works. You know? And, dude... Who are we talking to on this show? We're not, there ain't no fucking far left liberals listening to this fucking show unless they just want an earful of fucking pain. Okay. <laughs> like, so who are we talking to? We're talking to people who are reasonable. So let's talk to those motherfuckers. Let's stop trying to convince these motherfuckers to see shit our way because they ain't. Because a lot of those people, they fucking hate me for breathing. 
They hate me for breathing because I exist. I see their DMs. I see the shit that I'm called. I see the shit people say about me and I hear it. They don't give a fuck what I have to say. I represent what they don't like and the bully that's caused them to have a bullshit life. And that's just not fucking true. Okay? I have my life because I grind my fucking dick into the fucking dirt for 22 fucking years. Okay? I grew up in a house that my dad built with his own fucking hands on a gravel fucking road in St. Louis, Missouri. Across from a fucking junkyard. Okay? So let's talk about fucking all, like, the, the truth of the situation is this. People don't want to be accountable for their own fucking actions. People don't want to take personal responsibility anymore. They want people to give them a fucking life. And no longer has no longer is it, I want a nice life like Andy has. Now it's, I want Andy's life. And I want you to take it from him. And I'm going to tell you motherfuckers right now, that ain't going to happen. So you can fucking come at me all you want. But... I'm here. My address is here. It's fucking very easy to find me. And it is what it is. But I'm telling you right now, there's a lot of motherfuckers that feel the same as me. And I'm sick and tired of saying and beating around the bush to the real problem here. The real fucking problem here is that we have a society of soft motherfuckers that want to make an excuse about everything and cry about everything and make a sad story about everything and compete with their sad story with all their motherfucking friends about how fucking hard they had it, as opposed to taking the lessons from how hard they had it and applying them to building a better life. That's the truth, okay? And if you don't fucking agree with me, then don't listen to the motherfucking show because I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm tired of being abused. I'm tired of being called fucking names that I'm not. I'm tired of being called this and that because you don't like it. Fuck you. Okay? That's, what I, that's how I feel about it. We have an accountability problem in this fucking country. We have a personal responsibility problem in this country. Are there injustices? Absolutely. Is everything an injustice? Fuck no. And that's where we're fucked up right now in the whole fucking country. Everybody's a fucking victim. Everybody. I think that what's interesting, you know, when you, you peel back like what Andrew's saying there, there's two things like, if you want a, a snapshot of what America is going to look like, if we continue to be tolerant in that regard, tolerant of no accountability, tolerant of running fucking wild, tolerant of not supporting the police, tolerant of not holding these people uh, who are criminals to the standard that criminals should be held to and not giving them you know, their day in court in a sense of like they should be fucking punished. New York City is just a Petri dish for what America will be. That's all it is. It's uh, it, Totally. It's a snapshot, right? It's a snapshot of saying, hey, listen, we're, we're running an experiment right now. Look, man, it's democratic policy. Let's just call it what the fuck it is. It's fucking idealism that doesn't translate to the real world. It's all shit that sounds real good, but doesn't work. Okay? Let me tell you something. You can talk about, I can fucking sit here and talk, but man, it'd be fucking cool, bro. If somebody would just write me a check for a billion fucking dollars, that'd be fucking cool. Someone just gave me a check for, you know what? I want a check for a billion dollars. You know what? Bezos should write me a check for a billion dollars. Fuck him. No, but that's the point. Nah, it's going to be a lot more than that. Yeah, I'm <laughs> but I'm going to tell you this. For, that's you know, 10%. Listen, no. Yeah, exactly. 
So the point is, but the point here is that's exactly the fucking mentality of this. Like if I were to get on this show every day and say, fucking Bezos has fucking $300 billion or whatever, whatever fuck he's got, however many, you know, I want to be Bezos one day. And then, and then eventually like I got frustrated because I'm not Bezos. Right. And I said, all right, well, you know, it's not fucking fair. So Bezos, you just write me a check for a billion. That's, that's what the fuck you all sound like sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, like, but fuck I, you. It ain't fair. Now what? Now what? It ain't fair. Nothing's fucking fair. This idea of fair is what handicaps everybody into a fucking bullshit life. You're sitting around waiting for fucking fair. It ain't ever going to be fucking fair. Somebody's always going to have an easier path than you. Someone's always going to have a path with less fucking obstacles than you. That doesn't change what it, so, so what? So you're going to fucking shit on your whole life and shit your chance away of having a great life because someone else had it a little bit easier. That's weak, dude. Well, I think it's that, fucking weak. I think that's important to, to analyze, you know, because a lot, of, I posted a picture of our, the street that we grew up on, I don't know, three or four weeks ago. Yeah. I repost that motherfucker a couple times. You know why? Cause I get tired of people fucking telling me, Oh, you don't know what it's like. Well, I, but it's important to understand, you know, like <clears throat> the, the reason that you don't hear and it, this, listen, Andrew and I didn't have, we don't have like a sob story. There's no victim in the sense of the no, great, great fucking life. A great life. I'm so thankful for that shit. Yeah. I'm seeing, and this is the perspective difference. I'm so fucking grateful for how the, the fucking shit that we've all, that we've learned from those experiences because it helps us now. Yeah. It helps us now. And so you, we have so many people out there that want to fucking just, they want to get the attention for their sob story and opposed to getting the attention for their story of overcoming. Yeah. But I think that's like, I've always treated it as like an ace in the hole in the sense is it's not, nobody really, nobody, does it really matter? You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, like the only, the only reason that, that, that street Mooney lane is re irrelevant or is relevant to my life is because when the conversation comes up, I, 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 I have an ace in the hole in the sense of like, Hey, I, I understand. You know what I mean? Like I no, you don't. Yeah, but I, I understand. And I, I, you know, I'm sitting here and I, I write down a couple of notes, like our stepdad, cause our parents were divorced. In fact, I, I don't, I don't have one memory of our parents being together. So I do. I, I only have one. They're beating the shit out of each other. Yeah. The only thing that I remember. No one talks about, we don't talk about that though. Cause I don't want to fucking embarrass everybody. There, there's, there's a lot of shit that's happened to you and I that I don't fucking talk about because I don't want to embarrass the parties involved. And, 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 and you fuckers out there that fucking judge not knowing the fucking real, you don't know the real shit. Just like, I don't know your real shit. Yeah. And I, I think, I think it's, I don't want to say it's totally relevant to the, to the whole story, but it, it's certainly not. Um, it shouldn't be the highlight of the story, yeah. you know, and I, I never, we've never treated it as the highlight of the story. I mean, it's very like, I mean, I've posted that picture one time, one time, my entire social media career, it's only been out one time and it's not, I'm not embarrassed of it. It's just kind of like irrelevant in the grand scheme of things, right? Like, it's kind of like, Hey man, like I fuck this is where I grew up, you know, like nobody, you know, and, and I think, you know, when I do the E60 right on the Frisella brothers at some point in time, like, yeah, it'll be relevant, you know, like, Hey, this is where we grew up. But I think for me to, for us to play victim along the ride, like it's fuck who cares? Nobody cares. Right. Cause we all have, we, we all have gone through that in it's some way, shape, even, or form. It's not even a victim, bro. It's fucking, it would be total lie if we even tried to play that.
because the truth is as fucking much hard shit as there was, there was a much shit that played to our advantage too. I loved it. I wouldn't, that's what I'm saying. I trade so, it. But like these people who hang on to their fucking sob story and hang their victim hat on it, dude, you motherfuckers are missing the point. You're missing the motherfucking point. Yeah, I, I have. Well, and I, I think you're missing a, a lot of the, the sunshine of life too, but I, and I'll get to that. But Andrew and I, our stepdad had a 1988 Astro van. It was maroon. It had two seats in it. They owned a, my stepdad and mom owned a VCR repair shop. And uh, that was Video Lab. Video Lab. That was what it was called. <laughs> and uh, they repaired VCRs. And you know most, what? Most, they were honest people. They yeah. worked their fucking asses off. It was, it was a, it was a, you know, it was a great experience to watch them grow up. And, you know, because my, my, our dad had a company as well that was, you know, yeah. it was growing at the time. And we sw- had to go sweep the warehouse, much like Enzo and, and the kids run around here. Yeah, right, no, it right. ain't like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. No, it ain't like yeah, that. Yeah, to be clear, if you ran through my dad's warehouse, you would be fucking you probably covered catch in COVID. shit. Yeah. You caught COVID before <laughs> no, it was fucking COVID. No, no, bro. it originated. China pulled it out of the back no of Metro. No shit, man. So, you know, but we used to drive around in a 1988 Astro van that was maroon. At with V11. no seats. With no seats. We just riding in a cargo area. We ride in a cargo area with all and with all the VCRs and he would deliver it to like from store to store, from the house to house, or from you know, department store to department store where he, he serviced the accounts. And like, man, I, I look at that like, you know, we grew up on this fucking little Hoosier ass rock. Hoosier is white trash in St. Louis. Hoosier ass rock road. We did we had a lot of fucking fun. You know, we just ride around in the back of a fucking uh Bro, it was awesome. Yeah. You know, but, and, but we could very easily sit here and be like Oh, dude! Back in the day, we didn't we we didn't have fucking nice cars. We didn't have the, like we, could, bro. I was just happy we had that van because when the power went out in the house, that's where we went and hid. Yeah, <laughs> dude, they put a little fucking kerosene heater. No, it's for real. Like, yeah, you know, and and uh, I, I, you know, we we uh, we had a lot of fun. You know, dude, right? Bologna and cheese fucking sandwiches with ketchup. Like I can remember this shit like it's fucking yesterday. You know what, dude? Here's the thing, bro. We could sit here and spin that fucking story the story yeah. any way we want because there was a lot of bad shit. Right. Uh, you know, there, I'm not going to bash anybody. There was some poor decisions made and yeah. fucking, uh, and, and it wasn't a great, I'll put it this way. We didn't have a great relationship with that man. Yeah. That's just the nice way to say mm-hmm. it. I learned a lot from him. Uh, I wouldn't be who I am without that man's influence, but I'm not going to sit here and talk shit on anybody or do anything like that because it's not productive. And the matter of fact is that all of that shit contributed to where the fuck we are now? Of course, and I, I, I have this just because it's it's relevant to me. I remember when mom got a, she got nineteen ninety four. My mom got her first like kind of new used car, right? It was a nineteen ninety four ninety five. I can't remember red Jeep Grand Cher- or red Jeep Cherokee, not a Grand Cherokee, a regular boxy Cherokee. Cherokee. Yeah, the little yeah, Cherokee. Cherokee Sport, and that it thing was, was awesome, dude. It was, yeah, it was awesome. It had a four point oh, yeah. fast as shit. Fast. Yeah, but it, that was a big deal in our house. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it was a big deal. You know, that was like a new, a new car. car. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't new. I think it maybe had like 10 or 12,000 miles on it, but, but it was, it was mostly new. new. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, but I, I look at all of those things that I think everybody in this country. Is that a sport? No, that was a country. That was a yeah, Cherokee was a con- country. Yep. You got it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things that I think, you know, we all have a story, right? Yeah. Everybody's got it. And what, what's, what's relevant to the situation is we don't, everybody starts at a different starting point. That's a reality. That's not mm-hmm. a, that's not a falsehood. That's not yeah. a made up thing. You know, and, and honestly, I have a great deal of regret thinking like, where are my kids going to start? Because I, we started, I don't know, on a one to 10, you know, we didn't start at zero. Right. But we, we certainly didn't start at fucking eight. No. You know, and I always think, man, man I want to, maybe I should move on a fucking rock road back in fuck. You know what I'm saying? Cause like, I, I wonder kids, that sometimes, like, I, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder that about kids 
like about your kids specifically. Like I'm like, fuck dude. Like they're seeing, they're seeing us do all this shit. They think they're going to grow up thinking that's like normal. No, I'm going to, it won't, I won't allow it to happen because I don't, I don't want my story to be their story. Yeah. That's an important thing to me, you know, and like these lessons that we're going through right now as humans, you know, like I think what, what I personally see, because I I don't, you know, like at the end of the day, man, I'm going to do me. I don't give a, I really, when I say I don't give a fuck who's president, I, I, I don't, it doesn't affect me from a positive or negative light and how my, how I'm going to mentally approach life. But what it does do and what the current situation allows me to see is how kids were raised when they were kids, you know, and how they weren't held accountable and the little kicky, screamy, take your ball and go home. Oh no, those people are adults now. They're adults now. And you're getting, by the way, uh, who, who's been talking about those people for five fucking years on the MSEO project. Yep. And what was going to happen? You want to really get your mind fucked about how right I am? Go listen to all the MSEO (laughs) episodes and what I said about what would happen when the, when those people came adults, but you're watching it. Yeah. And you're, you're watching how grown ass adults who, you know, and, and I, and I've never been to war. So this isn't, a, this is kind of like a me kind of throwing the blanket, but I, you know, we've never, our, like our current society has not been through a, a war of sense, you know, and I think there's a lot of, you know, unfortunately, no, like, no, 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 there has been, it's just, it's just, it's, it's not, there has not been real hardship in society for a long time, at least a generation. Yeah, I think that's now, probably a better way to stay. Yeah, I don't, don't cut that up and fucking and hold me hostage in a sense. Real uh-huh. war, because listen, there's a lot of servicemen and women who right. who have sacrificed their life, and I I don't. Hopefully, that was not interpreted that way. My point being is like you know the real hardships, if you will, um, you know like they're a part of life. We had a hardship in 2008 for a couple of years. Yeah, and then we haven't had one for 10 years. That's an entire generation. 9/11. Okay, so yeah, but that's 20 years ago. I know it's insane. Right. right? So I mean, like there's. There's no perspective for what the fuck's going on right now. And the problem is, is that we have a whole generation of people who are raised by fucking video games and, uh, in, in social media who are now all of a sudden, uh, deriving their value from a- activism, right? Like they've attached their value to being an activist about something when in reality they haven't done the homework to understand what they're even being active about. Right. That's the problem. Yeah. Well, and, and I, and I, I also think, you know, the problem is, is like we idolize the wrong people, you know, like I I look at, you know, and unfortunately, like we grew up, you know, athletes were a very, uh, athletes today are, are a different breed in the sense where, you know, athletes went out when we were a kid, they were, they were kind of like the standing side of citizens in the sense, like they were heroes, you know, they were fucking they were Americana, you know, you think of like the, you know, when, when we were kids and even, you know, even like in the steroid era, Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosha, like these guys were like America's pastime and they were, they were united in, in sport and competition and America would get behind them. And now all these motherfuckers, they don't care about themselves. Yeah. You know, so you want to know, you want to know why I think that is like what my, why do you think that is? No, 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 it's not. You know why why it is? I, I'm I'm fairly certain I know exactly why that why is. Why what is? You mean that why, why we have why a different these, breed of athlete today? Why so so look, dude, we've had a major technological change since that time. It's called social media, where people have been conditioned to do whatever the fuck they gotta do to get attention. And back then, those people only got attention when they did good things. Back then, they only got attention when they were in front of the media. Back then, we had a media that wasn't fucking do they would report the news. It's a completely different environment technology-wise now. 
So now what you have is you have athletes being literally paid more because they're popular. And so what do they do? They do more things on social media to build that brand. And we have a totally different dynamic. So now it's not, you know, hey, LeBron James, you should be a good, uh, you know, just a good role model. And, and I'm not saying he's not. I'm not saying that. I'm just throwing that name out there. Now, now maybe LeBron's a bad example because he, he brings it on the court so much that it, so, so let's just say that's a bad example. Let's go do like a, a, a middle of the road athlete. All right. They can, the more attention they generate, the bigger the contract they get. So you have people taking more aggressive and, and do what's get, what gets attention on social media. Does, does being a fucking genuinely good human really get attention on social or does controversy get attention? Does, controversy. Dra does drama get attention? Right. Does, uh, do, bad behavior. Wait, does divisive statements get attention? If you say a unifying statement, it doesn't get attention. That's, this is a big problem. It's a big problem. And, and you guys listening should start waking up to who you support and what their message actually is. Because a lot of these messages, I don't believe, or even genuine messages these people believe. I believe they're pandering to people to get them to react. And when we get into a situation where we're pandering to people for a certain reaction, then we're crossing the line from, you know, reporting to manipulating. And that comes down to the individual character that's, that's putting out the content, right? So really what's happening is, and what we're seeing is, the rise of the individual ego over the morally correct thing for everybody is to do. And we're in a situation now where we have a million people screaming a million different things. And uh, it's like I said, you know, on the previous shows, you know, when Instagram and Facebook switched it from, you know, having a conversation to where you can like people's comments, people switched from, having conversations to saying things just to get attention so that they can fucking win the argument. And I don't see many people right now trying to bring people together. I really don't. I see some fake fucking, you know, Hey, come be together with us now, you know, after five years of fucking serious abuse and hate. Okay. I see that. That's not unity. That's fake. You know what I'm saying? There's no tolerance there. There's no real tolerance of those people with, with conservative views. What's wrong with having conservative views, by the way, and why are all of you so afraid to say you're conservative? Now, I will say I claim moderate because I do personally believe in pro-choice. Um, now, I believe it's not the right thing to do. But I don't think I have the right to tell people not to do it. So that makes me pro-choice. So for me, where I'm at in my life, and this is a very hard thing for people to comprehend. So if I'm a judge right? I'm a, let's just say I'm a Supreme Court judge. Do like a lot of people were attacking uh, a Barrett, right? And mm -hmm. saying, oh, she's going to repeal Roe versus Wade. Well, here's the thing, guys. Um, maybe these people are intelligent enough to separate their personal beliefs from the letter of the law and the Constitution. Okay? I don't, this is a free country. Do I, if, if, did I believe in pro-choice, like actually believe it when I was younger? Yes, I did. But now that I'm older and I understand like a little more, a little more about life, I don't think it's the right thing. Now, people are going to say, well, what about this? And what about that? I believe there's circumstances that it should be an option. That's what I believe. And that's why I am pro-choice. That doesn't mean 
that I mean, you know, go out and fucking kill babies and fuck blah, 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 blah. That, like, dude, there's so much extreme shit that there's, there's, there's no reasonable discussion. And like conservatives are to a point now where they can't even say anything because they're looked at as like uh, some sort of fucking Nazi. Right. But like, dude, can we not all separate our personal beliefs from the actual constitution and being a free country? I mean, that's what being free is, right? Like I can, I can choose what I do. I could choose what my family does, but that doesn't mean I have to push it on you. I mean, I, and you also make those choices with consequences. That's right. A hundred percent. So what's hard about thinking like that? What's hard about, and you know, like people are like, oh, fucking, you know, uh, all, all babies should be born. Well, should they? I mean, should a, should a baby be born that's, that's from a result of incest or fucking forcible rape or some shit like that? I mean, is that, I don't know. Like, I, I'm not the authority on that. I, I, know, I know people are going to get mad saying that. But, you know, that's why I call myself middle of the road because those are my beliefs. Now, I don't believe taxpayers should pay for it. I don't believe that a conservative, a total conservative, like I know that you are 100% pro-life, 100%. I don't think that your taxes should go to pay for someone else's abortion because that creates a moral dilemma for you. That's never talked about, okay? So it should be private. This is my opinion. It should be privately funded. And if it's a situation that has to happen, then that should be dealt with on a personal case-by-case basis. It is not my position as a human to tell you what the fuck you can and can't do in that, in that case. I, that's just how I feel. And you could disagree with it all you want, but that's where I stand. And we, we, we don't have the ability to have a rational conversation about fucking anything anymore. You know what I'm, I'm Just because of what I just said, I'm going to get so much fucking hate, you know what I'm saying, from, from people that I love and, and fucking and care about. That actually is pretty amazing to think that because you have a, now it's a big thought, right? In the sense of like, for me personally, I feel the same way. I don't want to play God. It's not my role. It's not my decision to force that upon somebody else either. I don't agree. I, I agree with you. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, you know, in that sense, like you don't have to hate me for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think this is an, this is an adult conversation that can be had where we can agree to disagree right. without a fucking hatred coming into sight. Right. No, and like that's it. it. And that's, and, and that's the politics thing. can be the same. I, I agree. You know what I mean? Like well, the presidency could be the same. It can't be the same. It cannot be the same until everybody has the, 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 the interests of the common good. And right now we don't have that. We have a lot of elite motherfuckers and this you're okay. This is, I'm getting into my fucking opinion now for you fucking people who are going to say, where's your fucking study? Well, we're getting into opinion, which doesn't require a fucking study. Okay. <laughs> so the opinion is based off of what the fuck life I lived. Understand that. You, you cannot say, oh, where's the step? Like, okay. But understand that the, the listener, you also have an opinion. You it, have an opinion too. And, and you that's have, great. And that's a God-given so right. So getting into the fucking opinion of the show for all you motherfuckers that are going to try to put Maybe words call in my it real O. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> so, AFO. Yeah, and by the way, it's not my job to cite all this shit for you. This is a fucking show, a personality show. It, 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 I'll cite shit that, you know, when DJ's here, put it up on the fucking screen. You can look at it. DJ ain't here today, motherfucker, so guess what? Go Google it. Hey, don't feel bad. <laughs> right? Let me Google that. Don't, yeah. Ask your rubber don't, ducky. Don't feel bad, bro. CNN doesn't cite sources. You don't need to either. Uh, 
CNN is hey, a source compared. They're going to hate but, you now. The, listen, listen. I got I to say now this Now you're going to get hate. You know, well, we're B-A-U-G-H-N. Any motherfucker, any motherfucker that fucking thinks CNN is telling one sliver of fucking truth, yeah. you need to wake the fuck up. Oof. That's the truth. So, okay? And that you, goes for fucking all of them. These people are controlled by a higher power and the fucking motivation is money. And all of you motherfuckers know it and you're afraid to fucking say it or admit it. We're all being manipulated. We're the fucking ant farm. They're the fucking ant keeper. And, and until we get control of the motherfucking ant farm, we ain't going to be fucking free. All you motherfuckers that think we're free, we ain't fucking free. We ain't ever been free in my entire life because we've always been controlled by people up there who make the rules for people down here. And they don't look at it like, like it's supposed to be. They don't look at it like, hey, I'm representing my people. They look at it like I'm ruling my motherfucking people. And that perspective has to change. And I believe it is changing. I believe it's changing now. And I believe that politicians that don't fucking get over their own motherfucking ego, like Gavin Newsom, who will go to a fucking dinner with 20 other elite buddies who all are sitting there talking about the rules they made for all of us. And they're not about you motherfuckers are playing a dangerous game, a dangerous game. Because if you go back in history and you look at what's happened to people who did shit like that, it isn't good. It isn't good. Because I know you don't have kids. How's it's, that? It's not ants and the ants keepers, bro. What is it? It's ants and the grasshoppers. If you've seen the movie Ants. Oh, like, is that what it is? It's ants and the grasshoppers. <laughs> the fucking grasshoppers. The ants got to run around and collect the grasshoppers' foods. And the grasshoppers go do whatever fuck they want. And they're supposed to have the, the ants are supposed to have the food ready by the time the fucking grasshoppers get back. Yeah, I, I didn't like that show. What? It's a I, great, I, I, it's I wasn't a big, a I wasn't great a big fan of movie. Ants. Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. Well, listen. Get, I think it's called wait, Ants whoa, 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 whoa. Life. A is Bug's there, Life. Is right? it Ants or a Bug's Life? Because those it's are a Bug's two. Life. Okay. It's a Bug's Life. Yeah, Ants. I didn't like Bugs. Bugs Life is pretty good, but I didn't like Ants. I don't know. Is Ants is Ants a movie? Does that makes. Yeah, there is an A N T Z. I meant a Bug's kind Life, like an urban. So don't vibe. fucking shoot me here. A Bug's Life. A Bug's Life. A Bug's Life. Is it B U G Z? No, no. Bugs. Bugs. You know, just regular boys in the hood. Regular Bugs in the Hood. I did watch Boys in the Hood the other night. Yeah. It's fucking I awesome. still need to watch um Fuck you, Doughboy. What's the NWA? I need to watch that. Straight NWA. out of Compton. I need to watch that. Dude, straight out of Compton. I know. It's awesome. Did. Yeah, I haven't watched it, but I've heard it's good. Anyway, the ants no. service the grasshoppers. And I think in this sense, like, it's not the ants and the ant keeper, it's the ants and the grasshoppers. And I, you know, when you watch the ants that stand up to the grasshoppers, you know, and they stand up and fight back, guess who gets in fucking line? Yeah. The grasshoppers, yeah. you know, and I, I just think it's funny that, you know, the, the analogy he used has actually already been portrayed yeah. through a children's movie in the sense of understanding like, Hey man, like when you get shit on enough and you're tired of servicing their needs, there's a lot more fucking ants than there are fucking grasshoppers. So stand the fuck up and yeah. fucking piss on them grasshoppers. Well, fuck man. When you're telling people that they can't fucking open their businesses and they can't fucking go see their, uh, their sick dude. I just... We just, what do we do this morning? What do we do this morning? We spent our fucking time with a woman who was a friend of ours who couldn't, was sick and couldn't get into the hospital for treatment or to even get diagnosed. And guess what? When she finally got in the hospital after four months because COVID was happening, guess what? She's got cancer and the cancer spread to her entire body. Now, I've talked to her this morning and I'm very confident she's going to make it through because she's a bad motherfucker. But the point is, is how many people don't and how many people are being truly fucking destroyed because of what's going on. 
And a lot of you guys call me crazy and you fucking ran your mouths at me and you talk shit on the internet. I told you. I told you what the fuck they were doing. Okay? And they're still doing it. And until we all decide that we're not going to fucking play that shit. Well, I think Ian Smith put it perfectly uh, yesterday or the day before or whatever on Instagram when he was like, hey, round one, we all, we, we all got fooled. We all got fooled. And you know what? I don't even know. Maybe, maybe fooled, not fooled. We, nobody knew kind of. No, what, we are. We're all taking it cautiously, man. We're, hey, fuck, dude. Hey. Round two, you need to support your neighbor. We need to fucking get back to fucking business. That's right. right. And I think when you look at, you know, if, if we're going back to the Petri dish and we're going to use the ants and the grasshoppers and all this stuff, and you just sit back and look and say, hey, one-on-one, one-on-one is two. It's not maybe two. It's not kind of two. One-on-one is two here in the sense where they're playing by different rules than we're playing by. How come they get to fucking do it? You know, they, they get to, you know, Nancy Pelosi gets to go get her hair done, but you can't. Nancy Pelosi can set up a fucking dinner for fucking 50 people, but you can't have Thanksgiving. And you start thinking about this and it's like, hey, fuck off. That's right. And, and he, then you start thinking like, well, wait a minute. Look, I, I can't, I, this, 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 if you're under 50 and I'm, these stats are, they may not be to the percent correct, but they're fucking real fucking close. If you're under 50 and you contract COVID, you have a 99.96% chance of living under 50. If you're under 65, it's 98.6. Uh, that's, that's after, that's if you catch it. That's if you catch that's it. if you get it. And there's a fucking whole stat line on that too. So, so if you get it, which isn't certain, then it's this. And if you want to go compare stats, go compare that stat to your chances of being murdered. Go compare that stat to your chances of being in a car accident. Go compare that stat to being struck by lightning. Go compare that stat to fucking anything. In fact, let me, let me, uh, let me give you a little, little, you want to see who's fucking lying? Go into Google right now and Google, what is the odds of death for a plane crash and the right away it'll pop up. It'll say one in fucking however many million go into Google and say, what are the odds of death from cancer? It'll say one of however many, what are your odds of being murdered? One in 150 or whatever the fuck it is. What are the odds of you dying from COVID? Don't you think they would have that fucking stat up there at the front? No, they don't do they? One in 11 million, but I'm saying type in the same thing. Say, Say, uh, what are the odds of dying from COVID? And see if the number pops up the same way it does for any other cause of death. It fucking doesn't. And there's a reason for it. Am I lying? You are telling the truth. That's right. And, and but I mean, go That's back to that. That's pretty amazing. Right? It, no, but, it's not. No, it's I mean, not. I mean, no, I mean. It's I, not it's, amazing. I'm not, I'm not expressing disbelief. I, I mean, it's I'm. It's controlling the narrative. Are you amazing? No. I did my homework. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean. When you really think about it, though. It's not amazing. It's, it's only amazing to you because you haven't fully woke up yet. No. Oh, I'm not woke? Not yet. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, go back, right? And so, like, when you start processing, the one-on-one is two. And that's a whole nother fucking concept. Yeah, right. The woke thing. That's a label they fucking give people to make them feel intellectually superior right. to people who... And, and what the funny thing is, is those are motherfuckers that are most asleep. It's the truth. Oh, yeah. Well, it's like I anything it. else. It's, it's use your insecurity to cover it, right? You're gonna ha you're gonna have to have a title to no, cover. No, everybody wants to be smart. So what's the fucking easiest way to be smart? Join the smart kids club and don't do any homework. I don't know. I find and just it, pretend I'm smart. I find a great deal of joy. It's like fuck. I stand up on Monday mornings. I tell everybody like, hey, listen, I ain't fucking smart. <laughs> yeah, that's not you. Gotta <laughs> no, get, I understand. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. Hey, I'm gonna fucking if I go blend in with these motherfuckers and they're the smart ones, then I'm smart too. Uh, 
That's why Vaughn sits at the coffee shop every day. <laughs> That's what smart people do. Exactly right. I just drive through because I'm too fucking lazy and I ain't smart <laughs> enough to sit inside. So I got to drive through the motherfucker. Look, dude, the bottom line of this whole fucking scenario is, is that um, people, you, are not willing to look at, at everything or you're not able to look at everything. And what you have to realize is that uh, you, you know, the reason this is so hard for people to see what, what is actually happening is because it requires them to admit that they were previously wrong about other things. And that's not fun. It's not fun to say, hey, I got fucking lied to. It's not, but you have to realize it ain't your fucking fault either. No, and I mean, and fuck, they've done a great job selling it. I would actually say, I, I would say one of the most, you know, we the last podcast was two of the greatest things that I've learned personally is being intentional and telling the truth. But something that that has also played a huge role in that is, you know, humility and understanding like, hey, man, there's a lot to learn from being wrong. You know, it's like you, if you, if you were very, you learn more from wrong or right. Always wrong. Me too. Always like always, I weren't, I learned way more. Now I love winning way more than I fucking, you know, enjoy That's losing you and I, lessons. You and I are different. That's okay though. But, yeah. but understanding that like, there's so much to learn in a loss. If you're willing to accept the fact that you lost and that's, if you look at losing from a perspective, if you look at losing, actually, man, it's such a hard question to answer. We always talk it, about this. It is. But if you look at losing from the perspective that, um, you're going to learn something new and you know that that's true, then you, you can learn to like losing. You get so, what I'm saying? George Kissel, this is a, this is a, he is a great Cardinal. <clears throat> when I played in a baseball organization, George Kissel is one of the, he's one of the all-time Cardinal greats, you know, Hall of Fame baseball player. I had to, he, he would always sit in rookie ball with the kids because he had so much, pay. you're talking about a guy who wore the Cardinal uniform for like 47 years. I mean, it's fucking, or 57 years. There's a lot. And uh, he used to, <laughs> There, there's, he would, he had this real distinct voice and he would always be like this. The difference in people is when you fucking look at them as rocks in water. And he's like, you take a bucket of water, you take a rock, you drop it in the fucking water. What happens? The rock fucking sinks. You take the rock, you stick it in the fucking water. What fucking happens? The rock fucking sinks. When you go up to the plate with the same goddamn approach and you swing at the same shitty fucking pitch, you're the fucking rock in the water. Don't you get that? <laughs> and, I, and I think about that in the sense of losing, right? Like yeah. if you go up with the same fucking approach and the pitcher is going to say, well, fuck this guy can't hit a curveball. I'm going to throw him fucking curveballs. You bro, know, you just described the, you described half the people that escaped from California. Yeah. They fucking they escaped vote. from California, moved to Texas, keep voting for the same shit. Fucking amazing. Like, and by that, the way, all you Texas motherfuckers better give me a high five for putting that shit out there because nope. i want him to stop too dude fuck. when i come to texas i want i want a fucking royal treatment just letting that be known don't, don't they give everybody the royal treatment that's bigger in texas hey it, everything's bigger in texas apparently that's right no Inclu lot. including the tax incentives that's why they left but they don't like pay their fair share <laughs> but of let's vote some more yeah, in <laughs> no shit dumb motherfuckers so you know but back to it it's like you know if you can't make an adjustment right and you're not willing to make an adjustment you're the fucking rock and not the rock fucking Dwayne Johnson. I'm yeah. saying you're the rock in the motherfucking water. Like you're an idiot. You're a fucking idiot. By the way, a lot of people are like, Oh, you, do you hate the rock now? After no, no I fucking don't still hate handsome. the rock. Huh? Dude, You're still handsome. I fucking still love the rock, bro. Tom Brady just slid up a notch though. I mean, I, I used to say, man, it'd be, oh, I heard McConaughey is running for governor of Texas. He'd probably get it. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> be a whole lot cooler <laughs> if you did. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck dude. I'm die. You don't even see that Texas movie? just to vote for that motherfucker. I'd want to fucking one day, 
I'm not, I have zero desire to smoke, but I would, I want to get back to work and wear a tight t shirt. I need to get in a little better shape. Tight t shirts and I fucking roll a pack of cigarettes in my sleeve and fucking let the guns hang. Dude, I got it. I got that. Uh, he drove the 70 Chevelle in a fucking movie in uh, Days and Confused, the same one, black with white stripes. Next Halloween, I'm taking the Chevelle. Yeah. Being the kids. I'm fucking <laughs> put some, you know, some hippie shit on them. I'll just put dress Bro, in the blue. such a good movie. Great movie. Such a good movie. That's, that's back movie. when you that, get that an ass movie. whooping in school. That's the movie that got me starting smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking serious, dude. Hey, bell-bottom jeans are great. Yeah. Thank you, movie. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Is that who did that? Fuck no, I don't know. Oh. If it, it, listen, if Quentin Tarantino did it, it'd be a whole lot more fucking blood, blood, blood and and gross and yeah. offensive language, way offensive language, yeah. totally inappropriate in a million different. And fucking probably, ways. we'd all probably all love it. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, listen, I, the guy's a fucking weird. That motherfucker's motherfucker. hit or miss, dude. Either yeah. his shit is so good, like it's so good, you're just like, God, dude, what did I just watch? It was so good. He's and, done a lot of drugs. You know what? At the end of the movie, here's the thing: you're gonna have the same response. At the end of any of his movies, you're always going to be like, fuck, what the, what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. The Wallace is bad motherfucker. Yeah. And it's either great or yeah. you're just kind of like. Yeah. I had to turn off. What, what, what else night. is on? Yeah. No shit. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you know what a fucking funny ass movie? You know what? A, like, okay. So like you got, you got Pulp Fiction, right? Great movie. Then you got uh, Inglorious Bastards. Great movie. Then you got Once Upon a Time in Mexico. What the fuck was that, dude? Misfire. Yeah. Like, Misfire. That's see, like, you know what? I, I don't think it was. I think that was just like, hey, let's make this crate. Like, have you seen that movie? Oh, bro, you got homework. No, no, no. In Mexico. Google it. Google it. No, there's a fucking Mexico. Maybe it's called something else. I don't know. I, I am. I am ignorant to the situation. Teach is in it. You know, you don't even know Cheech. I will tell you this. You Andrew, know what? Dad Andrew, fucking bred us to fucking Cheech and Chong. Yeah, you you must have not taken it, but I I took it a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> What's motherfucker? What did I say? <laughs> did I say Google fucking Hollywood? You Googled your own. You're the fucking people we're talking about. Right I'm gonna now. Google my own answer. <laughs> I'm gonna Google my fucking needs. answer. What I say? <laughs> I, 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 just, will, you just, I will say this. this see, no, plays on Andrew. No, he, he is not is, often wrong in this situation. Yeah, he's right. Yeah, yeah he's right. <laughs> okay. That doesn't mean you're right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was on your team here. I was I was pulling one for the team. Is Cheech in that movie? No. You don't know Cheech and Chong? Even I know Cheech you and Chong. Is George Clooney in that movie? <laughs> yeah. Cheech Marin, right? Is that his name? Yeah, Cheech yeah. Marin. And who directed that? Oh, Tarantino's in that movie. Yeah. All right, my bad, Quentin. All right, see? Here's a learning lesson. Yeah, but you know he still had input if he was I in the was movie. I was fucking wrong. Quentin, you didn't do it. That movie sucked. I can't believe you fucking did it. <laughs> okay? I'll take the L, but I was still right with you, motherfucker. Because I told you to Google it, and you just Googled your own answer trying to prove yourself right. See, this is a problem with your fucking generation. Don't, no, it's not his generation. It's because he's a commie. What? Madonna's no commie. Listen, I got one for you, though. I got one for you. No, bro. You know who hates communism the most? Do you like the movie Red Dawn? Hey, you know who hates communism the most? Who? People from fucking yeah, communist no, countries. Yeah. I do exactly. have some homework. And this is homework for everybody. Where My dad used to, he used to let us slash make us watch Born in East LA. We were what? 10? Yeah. 11? Fuck no. Cheech we Mary. were like six. We were young. 
Yeah. So tonight, you guys need to get on whatever Amazon Prime or Net. I don't think they, they don't have this on Netflix. Born in East LA. That's right, man. Born <laughs> in East LA. You'll la watch it tonight. It's Friday night. It's fucking funny. If you partake in the green. I would highly suggest that you do so before you uh, before you watch. When you fart, man, there's a way you gotta wave it while you're walking, <laughs> bro. Those old movies they couldn't even be fucking shown now. Oh, they're fucking awesome, bro. Me and DJ were talking about redefining, uh, you know, because you can't tell any racial jokes anymore at all. Like if you make fun of anybody, you're fucking you're a piece of shit. So instead of instead of uh, race, what is it? It's uh, it's cultural humor. Yeah, cultural, cultural humor. humor. We're gonna bring idea. it back. Make 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 America culturally humorous <laughs> again. Well, Dave Chappelle could do it. No shit, dude. And he's that's yeah. why he's the fucking best. Yeah. You go back he's and watch best. any of the old comedy, dude. Eddie Murphy, any, they made fun of fucking everybody for yeah. everything, and it was the greatest thing ever. Why don't we go back? Why don't you motherfuckers get together and you want to heal America? The way to heal America is with fucking humor. All right, so bring Richard Pryor back. Yeah. I was gonna say Richard, Richard Pryor, Pryor best, may dude. be the worst Listen, one. He's the worst. Richard like, Pryor, is he so alive? But, oh, no, but no. by right. today's definition, well, bring him back. Yeah. by today's definition, liberal definition. Wait, is Richard, Richard Pryor? Really Pryor oh yeah, would be like a lot of cocaine, bro. The worst bigoted person in the now, history. Now, but that's of, gonna go Google LeBron James because oh, yeah. that's what he likes, <laughs> and then turn me the screen around, and show me LeBron when I'm asking about fucking yeah. Richard Pryor, dude. Richard Pryor. I, so here's what we need. We need. Is he dead or alive? Oh, you did fucking <laughs> LeBron James. So, oh, Pryor's dead. Pryor's been dead oh, he since is? like the late 90s. Okay. Probably yeah. 95. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, right. yeah. I must have missed that day. Yeah, he got yeah. sick real That was bad. one of them days I stayed home from school. <laughs> I think he probably so, got AIDS or something from heroin. For real. No, well, no, no, look, possibly. Dude, I don't here know. Here it is. Pepsi. Here it is. I, I think, I actually think he did. What did he die of, Richard Pryor? Of what? So it's you were like, off by a second. that cause of death. Oh, whatever. It's all the same. I was right with the five. I, I yeah I remember him being on the front cover of a magazine like looking all emaciated and stuff. Oh shit! Oh yeah, you know what I? Well, dude, yeah, but usually so, so okay was, yeah. so so Richard Pryor's out. Yeah, he <laughs> so so who are we gonna get? Dave Chappelle, Eddie Murphy's still around, man. He's got one of the most famous memes ever. You know where he's pointing at his head. Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence, great fucking comedian. Sinbad, totally, totally Sinbad. 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 <laughs> Come on, Afros and Bell Bottoms. You think Sinbad's a good comedian? <laughs> I think Kevin, Afros and Bell Bottoms is pretty with funny. Those, with those three, got ourselves a nice little mix. All right, all right. I don't know. I like Sinbad and necessary roughness. I thought, dude, you know what's good. funny? You, uh, so I dated this girl from Belgium for five, six years when I was in college. I know. She, Episode forty-seven. Talked about it. Did we? Yeah. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. Here goes. Are you just making that shit up? Uh, kind of. All right. I know we we, we did okay, talk. So about anyway, it. she didn't speak much English. All right. So this is to show you how fucking stupid I am. So you know what I rent to watch? Because this is back when you rented movies, all right? This is back in fucking, back in the day. You know what I rent to watch on our first fucking, like, hangout? It wasn't Netflix and chill. It was watch a movie and hopefully get laid. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was the fucking play back then. So you know what I rented, though? Eddie Murphy Raw. Yeah. And oh, this man. fucking yeah. chick doesn't even speak English. And I fucking, <laughs> I fucking, like, she, now, she did speak English when we started dating, we dated for a long time. She got good at English. Um, but she didn't speak much English. So I rent this fucking movie where I can't even understand half the fucking shit that he's saying. I'm just <laughs> laughing my ass off. I'm looking at her. I'm like, well, you don't think it's funny. <laughs> She's like, we just, you know, 
Netflix, it worked out. Netflix and chill. It used to be Blockbuster and Booby, I guess. Blockbuster and Boobies. Blockbuster and Boobies. Dude, I mean, think about that. Like, date night, you used to, like, you go to dinner. Yeah. And on the way home, you, it, it's, I, it's fucking sad, actually, you know, because, dude, you would go, walk into Blockbuster. You'd have to walk around, you know, get, go look at the new releases. There you was get, value to the experience. Of course, you get yes. let down because all the new releases were out. And you're like, yeah. fuck, man. Like, I wanted to see that. Like, if I want to watch Blockbuster was run by people that weren't arrogant as fuck, they could have won that battle, but they didn't. Yeah. You well, know I think, what I'm isn't family video still? Yeah, driving? it is. Do I'm you remember they could have they could have built they could have built an experience based around that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, no, I'm with you. I mean, it was organic. Well, there's a, a missing experience. link there. I think it'll come back in time because that that was like in a different way. Yes. Yeah, that was in a, you know because you had to like sit down and instead of scrolling and anything that you want. This is the problem with the world, right? Anything that you want right now at your disposal, it's at your fingertip because that's a click of a button. Like at Blockbuster, man, you had to strategically think. Like if you wanted to get the new release, you had to get there. Motherfucker, you had to get there early at noon. You know, you had to like strategically think. Like, hey, and it made the dating experience or the you know the, the date experience. It made it more uh, genuine or intimate in a sense where you had to like creatively. Fucking, hey, you want that one? Yeah, yeah, I watch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you now, had to, like, now, it, now it's like who gets to turn some shit on before we like here you turn it on because I want to start eating. Like, it's just a totally different right. thing. Yeah. You remember back in the day before uh, VCRs were even real common, you actually could rent the VCR, not just rent the movie, but rent the VCR too. Oh, yeah, bro. Yeah. It came VCR, in that big plastic case. our grocery case. store, there used to be a video section. You could rent the VCR. I remember it. Yeah. Oh, fuck, dude. I forgot about that. You're yeah. talking about Deerberg's. Deerberg's. Yeah, used yeah. to have that video section. That video section. Yeah, man. Yep. I always tried to, like, go see the new, the, the porno videos. <laughs> like, I, And what I did, it was I'd, I'd, I'd try to walk by real fast so that my dad wouldn't see me looking. They didn't have pornos at Deerbergs. They just had like Shannon Tweed movies and it stuff like that. Bro, but that was porn. back when we were that kids. That was porn to me. Well, that's true. It had Channel ninety eight. It had a fucking the squiggly screen. Like that was a big deal, man. <laughs> yeah, bro. Dude, if you caught if you caught booby in a movie, oh, with the with the cable scrambler, dude. My dad, oh, my yeah. dad had Caddyshack. You know how many times I watched that chick ride down a slide? Not only that, <laughs> dude. The best part was when you could po you had to pause it in the right spot, like so that it wasn't in the fucking clutter. Yeah, so, like. Well, they don't explain See, that because these, now you hit pause even, and it's like an image. Yeah, Back kid, then you'd hit pause and there was a squiggly line through the yeah, middle of the yeah. fucking TV. Like, dude, you kids, you just don't fucking know, man. Like the shit we had to do to do, to do the things that people right. do was just. Where I live, the key was like switching the channel back and forth. So like if you couldn't, if you couldn't get the squiggle to, to clear up, you'd switch the channel away and then back to it. I should have called Vaughn back then. Yeah. VO ad. It was pretty good. Vaughn Dizzle. I, I, I knew how to work the system. I bet yeah. you did. I did. I bet you did. <laughs> Not necessarily proud of it, but I did know how to work hey, it. Whatever it takes, no. bro. Whatever it takes. Well, what are we going to do? Are we going to wrap it up, fellas? I don't know. You 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 were on the show. Okay. You're well, I, for, I guess I you're, just you're coming in for the daily show. You're, yeah, we've covered a lot of stuff. This is very different. Listen, I, this is very different from uh, how the long we've been going. MF CEO project. Oh, probably no, an hour and forty minutes. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah, but. uh all right. Well, I guess my question is in all this is uh, how does one keep one's sanity through all of this oh, craziness? That's a good question, man. I'm glad you brought that up because uh, I, I meant to touch on that earlier when we were talking about, uh, you know, how, how, how disruptive what's going on is to, to people, right? Uh, a lot of people are struggling right now. A lot of people are uh, not just struggling financially, but they're struggling fucking emotionally. I know a lot of people who have done really well financially this year who are a fucking wreck in their brain because of all this, this chaos that they're forcing us to fucking absorb every day, all, all day. Um, 
guys, you guys have to remember, man, that these, these external sources that are causing you this pain and anxiety and frustration, um, you have to remember they're external sources. So it's very easy to, uh, eliminate some of the things and it's, it's by setting boundaries, right? Like, um, I'm not going to allow the news to affect my mentality. I'm not going to allow the bad stories and the negativity and the frustration of, of what I'm being told I, I should have make me frustrated, you know? And then the other thing is, <clears throat> and people have a hard enough time with this in, in, in normal times. And that's a, you know, fuck dude. You know, when we make it through this, I mean, I think everybody's going to feel a lot, a lot less stress, but, uh, you know, it comes down to controlling what you can control. It comes down to taking care of the things that, that you need to do to be personally healthy. And I'm not talking about physically healthy. I'm talking about healthy as a human. And, uh, you know, you've got to limit the distractions. You've, you, you've got to limit the amount of negative information that you absorb. You've, you, you know, one thing I think really helps is, is, and this is big, why I'm so big on critical thinking and looking at the facts of the matter. You know, a lot of people are in distress right now because they're, they're, that, that's the goal of some of the people that are, that are running shit is to create a reaction. Um, and you have to keep that in mind. You have to keep in mind that, you know, and think about like, why, why do they want me so wound up? Why do they want this reaction? Why do they want me to be angry? Why are they feeding me this information? And if you could see, if you could see the facts and then, and then, and then separate yourselves from here's the actual facts. Um, here's what I'm being told. And then instead of like playing in it as a participant, start to see it from the outside. Like this is what's going on and lose the connection that you're in it and sort of like float above it and watch it. It gives you a different perspective. And that's the perspective I would like people to uh, sort of detach and watch and observe and contribute when you can to the things that you believe in. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, if you're struggling right now, I'm, I, I guarantee you, I can almost fucking guarantee you that you are not controlling your food. You're not controlling your water. You are not controlling your workouts. You are not doing positive things that contribute to your growth. Um, it's a lot of things that are covered in 75 hard and, and you know, yeah, that's a plug, but it's a plug because it's fucking true. Um, and, and I would suggest anybody who's struggling right now to, to attack it head on and, and maybe try to get disciplined about some of these things because mental discipline is just as important as physical discipline and mental discipline only comes, um, when you're aware. And the only way to get aware is for you to learn the facts and observe the situation from a different perspective. So instead of you, you thinking it's this side and this side, and you know, I'm on this side because I believe this, or I'm on this side because I believe this and fuck these people. Um, come over here. That's where I'm at. That's where I am. I'm, I'm watching. And a lot of, a lot of you, regardless of if I say, I believe this or that, you try to assign me to this group. I'm not in any of those groups. I'm over here in my own fucking group. My own group is watching all this crazy shit. And what I do when I come on this show is try to show my observations. And so maybe, you know, a perspective adjustment would be helpful for people who are struggling right now. I think it would be. Um, getting control of the things that you can control, that will help a ton. Uh, limiting alcohol. Fuck alcohol right now. Alcohol is not your friend right now. There's too much negativity in the world. 
There's too much. And fuck it. I own a motherfucking alcohol company. Guess what? Uh, you shouldn't be drinking right now. That's the truth. Now, I'm not, you know, going to the reasons why, but it's a depressant. And it's going to affect you in a way that it is not conducive to having focus and having uh, clarity and having less anxiety. It's going to affect you in a negative way. Um, but we're talking about a level of control here that a lot of people just aren't willing to assert. We're in control of a lot more shit than what we think we are or what we claim to be. And that comes down to what we said earlier about personal accountability. If you, if you deny the fact that you actually are in control of those things, then you're, you're denying your entire opportunity to uh, live a proactive existence because what you're doing is surrendering your entire life over to um, circumstance versus control. And of course, that's going to be fucking fill you with anxiety. Of course, that's going to make you feel hopeless. Of course, that's going to make you feel like, um, you know, things are worse than what they are. When you surrender your entire life, your entire life over to circumstance, because you don't want to address the negative issues or the things that you need to work on as a human, um, you're, you're surrendering, you know, really everything over to something else that's not in your control. And you're just going to be a leaf in the wind. I'd rather be a motherfucking redwood. You know, that's me. Um, so if you're struggling right now, maybe replay that part a couple times and try to understand where the perspective change needs to happen. But I know a lot of people are struggling. And the reason I come on this show and try to, and try to see, relay what I see happening is so that maybe a couple of you guys could wake up and say, fuck, uh, fuck, I'm not, I'm, 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 I'm not going to allow myself to be played by this side or that side and this and this, you know what I'm saying? Now, now, when we talk about oppression and we talk about tyranny and we talk about fucking uh, people who are way up there telling us how to fucking live and we can't do this and that. Nah, bro, I'm not down with that. And I don't think you should be either. You know, when people are telling you, you can't make a fucking living, you can't open your business, you can't fucking keep your jobs, you can't keep your employees, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Fuck you. Okay. We're sick of this shit. And I'm with that. I'm with standing up for yourself and I'm with standing up for that constitution and the freedoms that it stands for. But my loyalty lies to that. It doesn't lie to fucking Donald Trump or Joe Biden. It just doesn't. And that gives me peace when they're fighting it out. You know, just like I said on that Saturday when they announced Biden was the, the fucking president elect when he's not, um, a lot of people were mad at me and they're like, why aren't you speaking up? Why aren't you this? Well, first of all, guys, I, I've been trying to tell you guys all year what, what was going on. And a lot of you guys just fucking, you know, let it go in one year, not the other year. Um, when I told you to stand up the first time, you didn't. Okay. Here we are again. You're going to do it again? Because if, if you do, uh, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. And that's just how I feel about the situation. And uh, you know, there's all kinds of feelings and arguments on different things, you know, Oh, well, you'll feel different when your dad gets COVID. Oh, my fucking dad had COVID. Uh, you know what he did? He was sick for one fucking day. He, my dad's healthy. My dad takes care of himself. My dad ran three miles the day he was sick. He's 75. Okay. So, um, you know, we need to quit the fear mongering and the shaming and the, uh, you know, you're a bad person, bullshit that's going around all this stuff and start asking ourselves, what the fuck are we doing? Because a quarantine historically over the history of fucking earth means 
the sick people stay home, the vulnerable people stay home, and the rest of the people move the fuck on knowing the risks. And that was my gripe on this whole situation the whole entire time. There should have never been a fucking shutdown. There should have never been a lockdown. There should have never been this fucking sort of action. And it's unconstitutional. And that will come out to be the case long term, I believe. That's my opinion. But I believe it's going to come out. And we're going to see a lot of this shit come out over the next four fucking eight years where people are held accountable for what they're doing to people right now. It's not right. And all of you know it's not right. And you need to put your political positions aside and start thinking of yourself as a motherfucking American and start seeing yourselves as what is your responsibility to America? Because the truth is, um, disobeying tyranny is part of being an American. It's part of your obligation to being an American. If you think things are tyrannical and you're being oppressed, it's your responsibility to stand up to it. That is what this country is about. And a lot of people have a problem with that. They see that as anti-American. I, I, all enemies, foreign and domestic. And we need to remember that. That's my opinion. That's my position on it. And so, you know, it's a lot, man. There's a lot of shit. And dude, we're going to have more episodes, talk about more of the things that come around. But if my, my, my closing thought for you guys is stay calm, search for the truth. Do not allow them to manipulate your emotions. Don't allow people to manipulate your emotions. If people disagree with you and they call you names, those people have empathy for those people. Understand that, that their perspective uh, may not be the same as yours. And maybe they're just not an adult enough to accept that we can have different perspectives. I am. You are. And I know you are too. And I would say the entire conservative fucking movement seems to be that way too, considering there was no fucking riots and no fucking burning and no this or that. So, you know, you have to ask yourself, what, where, where do you belong? Do you belong with people who love all America and all its people? Or do you belong with the group who hates half of America and thinks they shouldn't even be here? Because there's two distinct differences going on right now in the cultures of the two main parties. Lot, dude, I get, I'm getting tons of DMs from people who are Democrats every fucking day saying, dude, this is bullshit. I'm embarrassed to be a fucking Democrat. I'm embarrassed to fucking do this. And, 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 and I voted for Biden, and, but I think I voted wrong. Dude, I'm getting fucking 10 of those messages a day right now. If that's you, that's okay. Your chances to stand up and do the right thing, you have that chance every single day. You have the chance to stand up and do, and you know what it costs you? It costs you a little bit of fucking ego sting. Hey, you know what? I saw it, I saw it the wrong way. My bad. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know what? I thought Tarantino directed that movie. My bad. I don't, yeah. Huh? <laughs> You're the one to try to Google your own fucking answer. That's the whole entire problem with this country. Like, hey, Google, tell me I'm right. That's confirmation bias. Most people don't even know what the fuck that is. Instead of going out looking to see if your answer is right, why don't you just go out and see what the right answer is? Then we can make some fucking progress here. You know? So with that being said, um, I want to close the show and I want to say thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for supporting myself. Thank you for supporting uh, the show. Thank you for sharing the show. If you got some good stuff from the show, if it changed your perspective, which I hope it did, um, you know, share the show with your friends. Uh, if, if you hated it, then fine. That's cool too. Um, you know, make sure that you message Vaughn 
and tell him to uh, <laughs> move back to St. Louis so we can do a show every day and, uh, you know. Or help us raise money for a bullet train. Bullet train. That'd be pretty cool. Easier if you just moved. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're, we're pretty big problem solvers here, yep. but that's a big one. Bullet train's a lot, Vaughn. I don't know. There's a lot what's of time your, what's there. Your, what's I don't your, know. I what's mean, your closing thought? I mean, I, I think, you know, again, it goes back to, you know, I, I, there's two things that, that are evident, and I think everything you said would be a, a great close, but, you know, back in April, I made two statements that I think become extremely relevant now, and, and the data will prove. Like, the only way to really see what happens is when you look at total deaths at the end, and we're able to take down the total deaths, because if they can misconstrue the number along the ride to, to, to trigger anything, any result that they want, right? Data is only, models are only good as the data you put into them. And when you look at the total deaths over the course of 2020 versus 2019, 2018, 2017, the right in line, they're very similar, right? So, the, so the, the, the reassociation of deaths is it's a, little bit, a little bit kind of interesting to me, right? So we're looking at maybe we are being misconstrued in some way, shape, or form. That's a proven, I would say that that's a proven fact. Two is I'm unequivocally team red, white, and blue. You know, we're all in the same boat and we need to make sure that our boat is secure. We need to make sure that we're taking care of the people who are in our boat. We need to make sure that we're taking care of this great country, that we've been given the opportunity to have freedom because of the men and women who have laid down their lives to support that constitution in which our obligation, if you're not going to grab a rifle and go fight to protect it, we should fight to protect it against our own people, our own terrorists internally, which are, there are domestic terrorists. It's a, it's a very real thing. And I think our obligation should be to protect that constitution. And, and when you look at, you know, the team that we're on, like, it's not about right versus wrong. It's about making sure this boat fucking goes safely and securely down the fucking ocean. We can avoid fucking, we can avoid the icebergs in the water. Right. So that's, that's my thought. The only thing I'll say is that the other day you had that concept of the two disciplines, the macro discipline and the micro discipline. And I think that can be applied to our actions when it comes to exercising influence too. I think the powers that be and the powers that want to manipulate us want us to believe that no matter what, it's futile, like it's hopeless, that they're going to manipulate us and they're going to, they're going to have whatever schemes they're, they're putting together, you know, execute perfectly and there's nothing we can do about it. And I, I think everybody should understand that that's false, that every little action we, we perform just like in discipline, every little good act we perform compounds, converges, and can produce a great result. So I think rather than people getting overwhelmed about everything that's going on in the world and feeling like everything's lost in our country because of all the craziness that's going on, just wake up every day, do your good deeds, treat your neighbor with kindness, love your family, love your kids, uh, do whatever you need to do to just put you know, positive actions out there and trust that those those actions will will compound good good things will will result and if it comes to it you know in the next round of elections then we all exercise our our uh, god-given right to vote great if if it comes to it eventually that we have to exercise our second amendment rights to to battle tyranny well we'll cross that that's bridge why it's we, there. that's why it's there and, and we'll cross that bridge when we get there but Definitely don't give in to despair. Don't give, uh, don't give in to uh, feeling like all is lost because it's not. Um, I think if everybody who is a good, you know, law-abiding, God-fearing citizen does their part, everything's going to be fine. Yeah, and doing your part is 
some something that I want to say, uh, and I think everybody needs to leave and, and think about this. Sometimes doing your part is to stop minding your own business. There's a whole lot of people right now that are passively. The reason that a lot of people don't speak up and don't stand up is because most people mind their business. They're like, I just want to be left alone. I want to mind my own business. And I want to do that. The problem is with that, guys, is that when you continue to mind your own business and you don't speak up for what's right, you passively accept people that don't. You're accepting a system that doesn't want to mind your business. And that should fucking scare the fuck out of you. Evil triumphs when good men do nothing. That's it. So I would think real long and hard about how many times you see people out of line and you just mind your own business because you're trying to be polite as opposed to actually standing for your what you believe in. And that's our biggest problem right now. Our biggest problem is we have a bunch of people who are really fucking loud, who are attacking people, who say anything. And for that reason, most people don't want to say anything because they don't want to deal with the headache that comes from it. Well, if you don't deal with that headache that comes from it, you're going to have a much bigger fucking headache coming down the road. And I would let all of you marinate on that shit. I told my teacher, dumb bitch, I'm going to get me